Please don't do it. Don't do Samo! it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'd just like to say. The following is a world-class bullshitters exclusive. <laughs> Welcome to World Class Bullshit, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the last standing Samoan, Big Rig Nick Utam. Baby, baby, oh baby. I was cleaning my gun and it accidentally went off. I was in my kitchen cleaning a dish and I heard it, so I came out. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, I didn't kill anybody. They, they, you know, it, was, it was fine. It was you know, friendly fire. It's okay. It's all right. Nothing happened. <laughs> Up next is American Ramrod Kendo Slice. You guys hear any good news stories about what's been going on in the land of enchantment lately? Because it's been like dead. There's like nothing going on. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> oh, so Dion's tire fell off, right? The bolt rusted. So he's going to join us later. Yes. I think. Yeah. So we're down a bullshitter for now, folks. But uh, Nick, the people of Atlanta can't drive when it rains, correct? No man, they can't like and and it and, and it, it, it it's 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 the weirdest thing. Like either either they drive too slow, like they drive twenty to like between like 40, 45 and fifty, or they do like eighty, eighty or ninety. Like it's one of the two. And then on top of that, they don't know they don't know how the lanes work. So they're doing like eighty or ninety in the slowest lane and trying to just keep like swerving in and out and wondering when people are just stopping there. Like it's a it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Well, folks, thanks. Well, we can blame Mother Nature while we're late, but it's time for the show. Hey, Nick, do me a favor. Tweet out the link uh, while we're starting tonight's show. Oh, yeah, dude. So, folks, uh, first off, welcome, obviously. Uh, over on Patreon, we uploaded a Sunday hangover. We had the Halloween costumes, the worst and the best. Correct, guys? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, they were they, they, they were the worst ranked by Gizmodo. So, I don't know. We we found them kind of entertaining and, and, not, and not that bad, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, for being you, considered worse, it's like, yo, this is this is bad to you. This is like actually pretty good compared to the shit we've looked at before. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. This is like our third year doing it, and even then, like the you know the ones we saw were just like these are these are pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. they just don't like the sexy ladies. That's what Gizmodo's mo is. If it's attractive, yeah. If yeah. If, if if it's if, yeah. If, if if the woman is fit is fit, feminine, and you know, and uh, and beautiful, they're just like nope, can't have that. Nope, can't have not that in today's all. world. Nope. So, folks, that's over on Patreon. So, uh, check that out, guys. Uh, you can join for a dollar a month, but up at the video tier, like I said, we have the video of the costumes as well as Halloween kills. You can go over there, hang out with us, drink, watch the movie, have a good time. So, that's Dude, one of the Dion meltdown. <laughs> oh, Dion meltdown is now legendary. The audience, the audience approves. Well, yeah, and yeah. and and also, if you are a part of our Patreon, you get a special version of that uh, over there. You know, so. Enjoy. We always take care of everybody. Extra special over there. You like it extra sloppy? Well, watch Dion. <laughs> <laughs> True story. True story indeed. So, folks, over on Twitter, uh, we dropped some pictures of a giant comic dump. So today, God, I don't know how many fucking packages. I'm just going to show the picture. Uh, you guys yeah, saw yeah, yeah, all definitely. the comics that went out today. Were you surprised? Uh yeah man I, we we were like, like we were like what were you doing? <laughs> What's yeah. going on over there? Well folks this is what success looks like and I'd like to thank everybody who backed stealing solo the second time it was a bigger hit. 
Woke Busters is on the way. I've been working on it, getting the Indiegogo ready. I will let everyone know when you can sign up. I wanted to have that ready for today, but um, just wasn't ready. So we're going to, you can't rush these things, but here's the one cart wasn't enough. Uh, that wasn't enough. And that full cart, that full cart, and that mostly full cart. That was enough. Uh, we closed. Okay. We overtook the entire lobby of the mailbox or the post office. Excuse me. So again, folks, thank you for making stealing. So a huge success. Comic skate, wonderful community. People really help a guy like me live my dream. I always wanted to be a comic book artist. I knew I could do it. And you guys are helping make it a reality. So I want to thank you each and every time. I always will remember how I got my start here. And I'm so thankful and uh, let's keep making books. So this past Tuesday night, we had Mandy Summers on and Peter Gilmore, wonderful artist, Mandy, great writer. And we were promoting uh, Pirate Queen Volume 2. So if you guys are looking for something to read before Wokebusters, check out Pirate Queen Volume 2. And, you know, you live on the planet. You have to follow the time. Why not get a calendar? Check out Anna's calendar over on Indiegogo as well. And Nick's finally, bought 10. Nick has bought <laughs> Ten for each of us. Thank you, Nick, for supporting an artist friend. Hey, man, you know any any anything to support a friend, and you know have well, all, have, have, have 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 Christmas gifts for you guys already picked out. Tis <laughs> the season. Now, speaking of support, folks, make sure you also check out. I'll drop the link for this one too. Jesse's got an Indiegogo. She's starting a fencing club. Uh, she's teamed up with some of the biggest names locally, and they're going to start something really big. So, if you're into sports. I check this out. This is something it's got something for everybody, including a celebrity tier. So I will drop that link in just a moment. But guys, Dune is here. Did you watch Dune yet? Nope. I have not. I really I really want to. I've just been uh, I've been, I've been told a lot of positive things though. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. Every, everybody I've talked to about it has has really been satisfied with it. So like I want to go see it. I want to go pay the extra money and go see it in IMAX and really enjoy myself. Um, you know, but it's gotta find the time. It's gotta find the time. Isn't it refreshing to say, hey, I'm excited by something because people are talking about it. It has organic, natural buzz. I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad sci-fi fans have something to sink their teeth into. Good. Yeah. And apparently they've already approved a part two. So that's that's in the works. Yeah. Dune 2 Electric Boogaloo is going to change the face of science fiction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. John Travolta is going to put on a put on a fucking wig and, you know, and shake his ass in front of the, in front of the screen for hours. I want to see John Travolta finally break into the modern era and do break dancing. Could you imagine that guy? Popping <laughs> and locking? I mean, he, yes. I mean, I mean, he's he's locked and then he's not going to be able to pop back, back back out of it. So, you know, he's kind of he's he's up there. He's up there. I would think that his dancing abilities, that which are pretty good, he would be able to transition into some popping and locking if he really applied himself. I, I, I don't know, man. He, I think he has too many thetans. He might have to, you know, exercise them or something. Hey, Miss Ninja Julian, you must be able to, like, I don't know, see what we're up to when we don't realize it. Because that's actually what happened today. The lady at the post office yelled because I took the empty cart. Normally, I go up there. And I just take an empty cart and I bring it back in. No harm, no foul. But the lady's like, you can't take that. And so she jumps the reason I didn't like get mad or bothered or whatever is because she was serving another customer. She says, you can't do that. And she leaves the other lady. She just fucking leaves her at the desk and goes and gets me a cart. And I just was like, thank you. And walked out. <laughs> but I was like, oh, whatever. You just abandoned this other person for me. So thank you. <laughs> well, with your, with your three carts of comic books going out, of course, she's going to you know try to help you. <laughs> um. 
By the way, I think a lot of people missed the uh, sarcasm of El Gallo de Oro. Uh, I was picking it up pretty heavily. That's why I put it on screen. I thought it was a good joke. But El Gallo de Oro, as well as myself, both know that Dune predates Star Wars. We're not trying to, you know, act like it didn't. But let's talk about some other things that have happened. Now, we do every once in a while cover a, a story that will affect us that's not necessarily entertainment related. And today... Facebook has changed its name to Meta because I guess they have disgraced themselves the other day when they uh, got caught leaking with documents or something. What happened with Facebook? They they didn't get caught. Somebody somebody leaked those documents. Like there was, there was a whole whistleblower thing that happened, and uh, documents got leaked, and a lot of stuff came out. I mean, the, the, there's even there's even people who have worked at these facilities where they where they have to like filter out. Um, filter out like you know horrible content that people upload from other countries and you know and everywhere and they have to kind of look at that flag it flag it say say why it's bad and then like you know put give the report and mind you they're, they're it's it's basically like like they're watching snuff films like their entire that, that's their entire job is watching things like that for hours a day days a week you know so on and so forth what an existence yeah i mean at, at some point you're gonna have a mental problem and just break down and just be like i'm I'm done i can't do this now kendo nick we use it for the channel uh we're working on our discord and a couple other platforms to make sure you can find us no matter what because all of these big tech changes are a sign i guess look facebook i don't know what it actually does they sell your data for commercials and all that shit uh probably why they're so great at targeted advertising these days. Thank you, Zuckerberg. But I digress. That's sarcasm, by the way. I didn't want to let anyone think I really like Mark Zuckerberg. No. Look, I haven't bought much from Amazon after Jeff Bezos disgraced Captain Kirk, and that's not a joke. I went and bought it from another website, so fuck you, dude. Oh, I took, damn. My, oh, I took damn. my fucking stance. <laughs> and I'm not even a Star Trek fan like other people are. I like the original series, but I felt that Captain Kirk going to space was this weird, perfect moment that humanity needed, and then this douchebag just ruined it. So I don't know well, because, why I'm going well, back well, to Amazon. Well, well, I mean, like, no, no, he was using it to one up fucking um, Musk. That's why, because Musk is like, fuck, fuck you, and 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 the and the English bastard for going into space, like, you know, only a few miles up and coming back down. It's like I'm gonna send three civilians who don't know how to fucking drive up there for three days rolling around the earth and then come and bring them back safely. Go fuck yourselves. Like that's that's what he that's basically what he did. <laughs> and so Bezos is like, well, I'm gonna take Captain Kirk up there. <laughs> See what happens. Well, Elon Musk should take world class bullshitters to space. We'll form Thud and we'll be the first space based YouTube podcast. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> so, what saying is, so what you're saying is every 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 Thursday he'll just fly us up into space and we'll broadcast the, the podcast from a capsule and then get and then and then get put back down. Mm-hmm. I think we should just move to outer space for a couple months. I'm okay with that. I'm entirely okay with that. I mean what do we have to lose? It kind of sucks on Earth right now. It's cold and wet and rainy out here. It's cold and wet and rainy where I'm from. Yeah. Hey, it's cold. It's cold and wet and rainy in Atlanta too. So it's it, it, it's all over the place right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just a wet, rainy kind of year. I feel like we should write grunge albums. You guys want to go to a coffee <laughs> shop and wear flannel? I mean, it was like 65 degrees and clear skies all day today. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. Well, you live in the fucking desert. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, I live on a plateau. It gets cold, sort of. <laughs> sort of. Sorry. There you go. Sort of. It's really windy at times. 
Oh, I bet all of all of five miles an hour must. Well, oh, shit, must dude! Be... The other day it was like gale force hitting me at like fifty going down the road. <laughs> but you're still here, so it didn't do that much damage. Clearly, I'm a better driver than two other people on this podcast. <laughs> I had car problems today. <laughs> hey, I was stuck in traffic. I didn't cause the accident. All right. And I saw a dude hit a horse with his truck this morning, so I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So you know, I told you like there's all these wild horses and stuff just roaming around, and like one mm-hmm. day I saw somebody almost hit some. Well, this morning I'm driving along, and all of a sudden I see this this truck tail lights because it's like six thirty in the morning, so it's dark out. And then, you know, he pulled off to the side of the road. I just kind of inched up real slowly, went by. I was like, I could see the front end of his truck was all jacked up. I'm like, I guess he hit that other car or something. I don't know, because there was two of them on the side of the road. Coming back home this afternoon, there was a cop parked over there. And he was like doing something and writing some stuff down in his little ledger. Because, you know, that's the best way to fight crime is, you know, your notepad and your pen. And um, (laughs) I learned that. And uh, yeah. Big old dead horse laying on the side of the road. I'm like, oh, that's what I saw this morning. I didn't see some guy rearing another guy from afar. I saw him hit a horse. Jeez. What an interesting way to start your day, Kendo. Yeah. So a wild horse is a worse or worse, right? According to Paul Otis. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, still still better than the fucking horses in uh, in, in that Star Wars movie. That's true. Which the sporses, the sporses were essentially useless. Yeah, when 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 that was in the trailer, I just was just I threw my hands up and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm done." I no, now do remember, guys, there were those weird horse-like creatures that we called sporses in the Last Jedi as well. The ones that they liberated, Rose, Tico, and Finn. Oh yeah, those weird like rabbit horse things. Yeah, those were um, stupid. So somebody really, I would love... Somebody really has an affinity for horses. Like, let's uh, overlook this well, one, I Kathleen guess. Well, Kathleen Kennedy looks like one, so... Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Life imitates art, guys. Yeah. Uh, have you guys heard about the uh, the Batwoman lawsuit that's going on right now? Uh, I mildly heard about Ruby Rose claiming that, like, the, she quit because of the toxic environment. I'm like, are you sure you weren't part of that? <laughs> Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard anything really. Well, um it's it's a big clusterfuck. I just find it interesting that all of these shows that they kind of force on fans kind of fall apart very quickly. You know, it sucks uh, ima- Imagine imagine that you're forcing you're forcing something on fans they don't want and like yeah. and, and 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 the production is complete shit. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. You're cre- you're creating something for viewers that don't exist. Hmm. And you wonder why. Uh, so, <laughs> oh God, Ruby Rose was double featured driving theater levels of projecting. <laughs> I mean, that seems kind of unfair to double features at the drive-in. I've been to those; they're not bad. Usually, they're awesome, man. Flip. I love, I love, I love double features at the drive-in. That's a that, that's a good yeah. time. Yeah, dude, I saw uh, Jurassic Park that way. It was great. Anarachophobia. Oh, <laughs> nice. Like, in this, that's a hell of a double feature. No, yeah. no, it wasn't. That wasn't at the same time. Oh. It was two separate occasions. I think arachnophobia oh. was with, I think it was Cop and a Half or maybe Kindergarten Cop was with that one. I don't remember. Oh, Cop and a Half is a letdown than three quarters. <clears throat> I hate that movie. Well, you know, but arachnophobia was the main one. So you got to sit through sit through the not as good movie to see the movie you want to see. Oh, God, Cop and a Half. I remember that fucking movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Burt Reynolds, Freeze Dirtbag. <laughs> oh, that was Tom Selleck, wasn't it? 
No, no, Burt that's uh, no, that's Burt Reynolds, buddy. Oh, I'm I'm like like seven. What do I know? I don't. I was one when that. Movie there's came one. Out. There's one. There's one line I remember. I remember from that fucking movie. He, he, he keeps asking the kid. He's like, "What comes after L?" I remember that. Bo, and then like he elbows somebody in the in the fucking face. That that was the whole thing. <laughs> that's what I remember from it. That's all I all I remember from it. Well, I remember Arachnophobia more. Good. Yeah, yeah. The Arachnophobia was uh, was a good movie. I saw Men in Black, and then I think it was like Ultimate Power, some Clint Eastwood movie. I fell asleep oh. in that one. And then the last drive-in I went to was the worst. It was a double feature: Terminator Three, Rise of the Machines, and Charlie's Angels Two, Full Throttle. Oh, <laughs> well, looking looking back on those two Charlie's Angels movies, they're they're better they're better than the third one that that came out. Like they're yeah, they're way better than the, than the third one. I mean, one. you went out of your way to watch that one. I don't want to hear any complaining. <laughs> I watched it for the channel, Kenda. I watched it for the channel. Nobody on the channel asked you to, though. That's the thing. That's the part that I'm trying to understand. I I, I did it for the people. Okay, I did it for the people, Kenda. Nobody that listens to us was wanting you to watch that movie. Nobody was like, "We need a review of the new." I Charlie took it upon myself to to review it and watch it, so nobody else would have to. Okay, are you happy now? Just admit that you wanted to watch that movie. No, I didn't. I did not want to watch uh-huh. it. I was able. I was able to watch it for free, and I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I, I could have watched it for free, but I never have. So that brings us back to the argument at hand, which is why did you choose to willingly watch? So that I could movie? tell the people how bad it was. That's why I killed. Nobody out. wanted you to. Yes, but I did it anyways because you know that's the kind of person I am. I wanted to make sure that our audience knew how bad it was and what details they had. You know, like at what level it at what level of bad it was. If you think that Nick wanted to watch this movie just because he really liked it and was going to enjoy it, press one. <laughs> If you think Ken is being a shit, press six. Why not press both? <laughs> Thank you, oh, guys. God. <laughs> oh, so, oh, oh, lots of ones, actually. See? A couple sixes there, too. There we go. Yeah, but the six doesn't, in- see, the six doesn't invalidate the one, so there you go. <laughs> Uh, we got math and shit up in this podcast. Yeah, about right? to say people are doing equations and stuff in the fucking chat. <laughs> now, I know we got some Marvel talk coming a little later into the show, but there's been this rumor swirling around. Uh, people are worried that after Spider-Man: No Way Home comes out, there's going to be a Marvel Sony split. Have you guys heard these rumblings? No, no, not at all. Yeah, they- me. Kevin Feige even had to come out and say, I don't expect there to be another split. Because, <laughs> oh, see, Digital Spy put out this article right here two days ago that said, uh, Marvel and Sony Spider-Man split happened earlier than they thought. They kept the move under wraps, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's not a big deal. But now people are worried because of this news that it's going to happen after this movie. Now, greed usually dictates a lot of this, but a strong contract keeps people in line. Also last week, we heard Tom Holland talk about how this feels like the end of a saga, an end of an era, and people are still so worried that this is it for him. Uh, Good. It's fine if it ends, man. It's fine if it ends. I mean, it needs to end. I mean, what is it? We got, we got, I mean, I was looking forward to Black Widow and it was an okay movie, but Shang-Chi was meh. It was way too long and now we're going to, and now we're getting the Eternals. I mean, everybody's clamoring for the new Spider-Man, but even then, like, it's not going to, it's not that good, so... Marvel has like has really shit the bed, and they have nothing going for them. 
Uh, yeah, I. We'll talk about the Eternals, dude. Some of the stuff that's out there right now is they're building it up and calling the movie life sa- life changing and saving because it represents what? It the first same sex kiss in a Marvel movie. It's like what? I thought they did that already. Yeah, it, I guess. <laughs> well, this guy's black, and there's an article. He goes like, "How much weight do I have to lose?" And like, we want you just as uh, as just as you are, and he talks about how powerful it is to feel that way. And I'm just like. I just remember when Sam Raimi would sit there and say, Spider-Man looks wonderful. It's going to change the way you look at superhero movies, go on the ultimate spin and all that shit. You know, I wasn't alive in 1978, but you watch the old promotional material. Hey, you'll watch Superman. You'll believe a man can fly. You go to see the Eternals. Hey, two dudes are going to kiss. Fine. You'll believe two dudes can make out. It's like, okay, we live in a world where we've accepted it for decades and decades. People treat it as it's normal. Don't ask for brownie points, Marvel. But we'll get there, man. I'm I'm passionate. It's like they're trying to clear hurdles that were already done a long time ago just so they can turn around and say, look, look what we did. It's like, yeah, uh, yo, no one cares. Yeah, nobody yes, look what shit. you did. <laughs> oh, two guys kissed on screen. Big deal. They've been able to get married for like 10 years. We're past that. Yeah, man, nobody gives a shit. Why is everyone so mad that we've all accepted it and treated it as normal? Isn't That was the point, right? Yeah, pop, yeah, that's problem. yeah, that's the thing. It's just like cool, whatever, man. Do your thing. Yeah, Lee, everybody love everybody. Yeah, man. That's that's how we take it. Um. Yeah, but but so, but, but, but just, just like look, look at what we did. Look at what we did. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Look we look we are it. trailblazers. We have we have helped them come out, and we've cured homophobia. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Single-handedly, Disney. <laughs> yeah. You sing, it's like every time like WWE does something, and they're like, they single-handedly created the women's revolution. No, no, you didn't. You single, or Cody Rhodes, we've conquered racism, me and my wife with her our biracial child. It's like, yeah, those have existed for a long time, Cody. <laughs> I don't know why that one made me mad, but it did when they said that. I guess because I'm, you know, in that category. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yes, like, Byra- Jeff, you didn't exist until Cody Rhodes had his baby because biracial <laughs> children didn't exist until Cody Rhodes. I feel that way about some of this stuff. Dude, yeah, I trust me. I feel I feel a certain way about the Eternals, the way, the way they're, they're fucking pushing that bullshit. I'm just like, we don't care. Make a good movie. Shit. I mean, you're not excited for um, Kumail Nanjani being a – his character's name is Kingo, and he has fire hands, and he stars in Bollywood pictures. That's not enough superhero. Dude, that is – actually, actually, you know what? That's the worst thing they could do. <laughs> you, yeah. have, you have the Indian guy in there, and he's in Bollywood movies in your movie? That's actually that's that's actually the opposite of what you want. Yeah. Next, what? Uh, l- l- let me guess. The 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 black guy has, has his own business and he's and he's making fried chicken. Is that it, because he's a business owner? Whoa, it's, it's fine? whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on now. Let's not make weird leaps of logic. I'm just here. saying. I'm just saying. It's like it, it's like oh, he's he's a black business owner, but he's making like fried chicken. But yeah, okay, that's fine then. That's cool, right? That's 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 progressive. It's like no, you're perpetuating the stereotype. It's dumb. Well, I mean, is he any good at it? That's the real question. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best at it. But th- oh, then that's fine. I'd go there. <laughs> so, guys, we talk about weird, pointless things all the time on this show, like Lena Dunham. But tonight, we're going to talk about something that's weird and pointless that I'm very conflicted by because I never really talk about it, but I do like one Disney character, Buzz Lightyear. 
He's awesome. When I was a kid, when Toy Story came out, I thought it was the neatest thing I had ever seen. This spaceman that can fly with the laser and all that shit. And you got the toy and it pretty much did what it could do in the movie. It was neat. And I never really stopped liking Buzz Lightyear because I always liked Toy Story because I was roughly the same age as Andy or just a little older. I feel like if Toy Story 3 would have come out, um, I don't know, a few years earlier, I would have been the exact same age. But I digress. My point is, I've always enjoyed Toy Story quite a bit. Still need to see four. It was quite busy in 2019. And today I saw the trailer for the Buzz Lightyear movie. And I thought, what? Did you guys see the at least images from the Buzz Lightyear movie? Yeah, I yeah, I saw the images and like oh. I I I saw the images. I, like, I, saw, I saw the advertised tweet and I was like, nope, just keep scrolling. I don't want to see the video. I don't want to hear it. I don't want any part of this. Keep moving on. Yeah, as soon as I found out that Tim Allen's voice wasn't going to be getting used, I'm like, well, so you're changing Bud Light, Buzz Lightyear for the sake of change. Ah, uh, wasn't really that interested to begin with. I haven't watched any. I watched Toy Story one and two several times each. I've never watched the third one or the fourth one, and I'm just like, nah, I'm out. You, the third one was damn good. I'll give it that. The only thing that pissed me off about Toy Story three was the message that to grow up Andy had to get rid of his toys i'm like dude i was still in college at the time i'm like i just dude, left I'm my still, shit dude, at home. I'm, yeah, dude yeah, i just be, bought be, toys the other day yeah yeah and, and and because because of being on this podcast and jeff uh, i have way, way more toys and more shit in my house than i've ever had before yeah Hold i'm on, looking forward i'm looking forward to going venturing back to the land of camp kendo so that i could retrieve some more of my toys to bring out here to the land of enchantment to <laughs> casa del sexico ah casa del sexico my favorite uh, let's see. What do I got here? I got my Red Hulk figure I was checking out. See? Nice. I got... Oh, also, since I never really opened this shit until I moved, I got Green Hulk. He's giant. Ooh. I got so many fucking... Here's the Juggernaut. Uh, here's four. Like, I got so many of these things. This is I bought all this stuff in, like, 2018 and 2019. I think I bought every Marvel Legends figure there was. And I've just been going through them in, like, little baggies and going, ah. Oh, Black Knight, ah, Union Jack, ooh, Moon Knight. So, I also keep Egon by my desk for uh, inspirational reasons. There you go. <laughs> I actually saw the new toys for the new Ghostbusters movie the last time I was at the store. Uh, I went down the aisle just to see if maybe, just maybe, a party wagon had been left behind that needed a new home. And alas, it was not there. In fact, that section was completely gone. So, they're not getting any more of those. I was glad I got the four when I had the chance. And it had been replaced with the new Ghostbusters toys. I was mm -hmm. tempted. Tempted by the, to buy the Winston Zeta more, but I was just like, <laughs> nah, I don't think I want it that bad. Twenty two bucks seems a bit steep. <laughs> Twenty two bucks. God. <laughs> and this, so, conversation, this conversation about the proton pack earlier as well. It's just like, no, nah, it's too much. It's like try try building or buying or buying a kit first and see how much that. I don't costs. need a proton pack that bad that I'd actually build or buy one, and I definitely don't need one bad enough to buy it for like four hundred bucks. It's just like. I have other things I'd rather spend the money on than a proton pack that I'm never going to use. It's just going to like sit in the closet. I have this. I, the same thing happens to my. The same thing happened to my hoverboard that I got. It's sitting. In, it's you know. It's sitting somewhere. But I got hovering. It. Yes. Hovering. Yeah. I mean, and I'm happy for you. And if you buy the proton pack, I will be happy for you having the proton pack. And I will be equally happy not owning a proton pack. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> I found out about that bonus I'm getting tomorrow morning, and the first thing I thought of was, how can I use this money wisely? I'm I'm like a grown-up now, and then I thought, no, I want to buy toys, and then it turned into, no, I'm just going to buy myself a hockey jersey, and I'm going to invest the rest. 
Ooh, ooh. Kendall's grown up. I'm so I'm so proud. They grow up yeah. so fast. Well, that and well, there's that, and I've got a massive fucking order in my pile of loot at Big Bad. That's got to be there. You go. That's where it is. <laughs> I was waiting for that shit. I, I've got a bunch that's got to get shipped in the next few days, and I've got my buddy Brandon's address. I'm like, I'm gonna mail it to you. I don't want to mail it here for obvious <laughs> oh, reasons. I never, I never realized. I just pulled up my list. I have 22 items on pre-order. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've, I've got placed seven orders in the past 30 days. Oh, uh, you guys are way worse than I am. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I have 74 days on my pile of loot to ship my Back to the Future Marty Doc and 1950s Doc action figures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My the pile only thing of that loot scares me, like, I'm very thankful that all of these toys got delayed because everyone's like bitching. I'm like, oh, good. That means I don't have to spend money on Psylocke and the Joker and Goliath from the Gargoyles and Spider Man 2099 and the Black Superman. Mm -hmm. I bought Homelander. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. You need to quit getting inebriated and buying toys, Jeff. It's a fucking I, problem. Dude, yeah. I bought the I bought the Bat Cave on the toilet. That that was oh a problem. Okay? The Bat Cave oh, is dude. fucking cool, man. Oh, dude, those TMNT Ultimates. I was one of the last days I was back at Camp Kendo. I was hammered driving around on the mower, cutting the grass, and I fucking pre-ordered all those. It was like thousand dollars worth of toys that I pre-ordered. I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, I'll deal with it when the bill comes due. Dude, I um you guys are fucking horrible. Look, I look I but, I should, but I but I can't I can't say anything better because I'm I'm about to drop five hundred dollars on that goddamn proton pack. So exactly hey. five hundred dollars would buy me two and a half waves of the TMNT ultimate. <laughs> oh shit. Kendo, my big bad toy store order goes in order of price. And the second to last thing is the the ultimate version of Power Ranger. So those TMNT figures, I understand your pain on the prices. Oh I yeah, have, uh, dude, they're they're like fifty bucks each, or you get all four for the low low price of one ninety nine ninety nine. Wow, you're <laughs> except for a couple of them. There's dude, one like the one the one wave that just came out last, like wave six. That's like a three hundred dollar one because it comes with five mousers instead of just one. Power Rangers uh, Wave Two costs two seventy four ninety nine. Woo! Yeah. Jesus. Oh, and and Doc, I got Doc Brown as well, but he's a hot toy. Okay. I just need to start a collecting channel so I can justify. This yeah, 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 yeah. You do yeah. make it, make it a you know another part of this one. Yeah. Look, maybe if I could, we could do like a like a, a monthly video of what did we buy from uh, from Big Bad Toy Store this week. They need to fucking sponsor yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, except except Kendo's video will, will be coming from a closet or like an undisclosed location, so he doesn't get like found out. Yeah. Hey, Kendo, like I'm coming. I'm coming to you from the road because I don't <laughs> want to do this video at home. Well, Kendo, what you should do when you buy from Big Bad Toy Store, do you click that it's part of a gift? No. You should because it doesn't ship. It doesn't put the prices in the box. It just says this is a gift, and it doesn't send you an invoice, so you can be like, "Yeah, this was only ten dollars on sale or some bullshit." If you ever need, we'll it. see. <laughs> the, the, well, that's. I mean, there's that, but at the same time, I'd have to explain where all these gifts are coming from. And yeah, that's she knows that, that's, she knows that, that I have. They came from Doctor Coffin Nails. I was gonna say she knows I have a level of notoriety on the internet. She knows it's not that high. <laughs> <laughs> Clone Geek, you are correct. Um, uh, I got my birthday present the other day. It was Power Rangers. We won't talk about that. Let's talk about Buzz Lightyear the movie, though. I'm very confused by the Buzz Lightyear film. First off, 
Buzz Lightyear has hair, which really blew my mind. I don't, I don't like seeing Buzz Lightyear as a person instead of a toy. It's yeah, it's boring. yeah. I, I I can't imagine that because I, I mean, like he's got the suit on and everything, and he's got his little fucking Snoopy. Well, it's supposed to be Snoopy cap for uh, the the old astronauts, but it's just a purple, you know, head condom now on him. A hondom. <laughs> e hondom. you're never getting past those fucking fists of fury (laughs) but they're safe yeah it won't infect you it'll just bruise you incessantly (laughs) how did we get to that i have no idea (laughs) what are we even doing uh buzz lightyear right Oh yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. That, that 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 old chestnut. Let's let's stop talking about his head. Looks like a chestnut. Let's stop looking at this <laughs> ugly picture. Let's look at a more pure version of Buzz Lightyear. Here we go, guys. Uh, there, that's what Buzz Lightyear really looks like, right? Beautiful. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, it's fine. Closer. It's fine. It's a lot closer. Yeah, we'll a lot closer. <laughs> so, Buzz Lightyear the film. It's just called, I guess, Lightyear. The trailer opens with Starman. A little on point. A little, sorry, a little on the nose. But that's cool if you're into it. Uh, I don't really need to rip on this movie. I'm just very confused because Buzz Lightyear was a toy line in a movie about... He was just like a fictional toy in the Toy Story world. He wasn't based off of a real person. But now we're watching like... Because we also saw the show Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. And it's different. Like This is not... Yeah, 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 it is. So we've already seen what real Buzz Lightyear was. So does that mean like... Toy Story now exists in an alternate reality, or how does that work? I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm really confused. As somebody who thought, oh, it's just a movie about toys that come to life. Now it's toys that come to life based on something that this is the guy we're watching. And why isn't Tim Allen doing the voice? Because uh, Chris, Ev- really because Chris, Chris Evans was just ready to walk out the door, and they're like, oh, we got one more thing for you. He's like, how much, that ch- how much is that check? He's like, all right, I'll do it then. I'll come back. <clears throat> <laughs> now it's you just really can't separate the i don't think you can separate the voice actor when it's so deeply ingrained as tim allen to buzz Lightyear. yeah it's, yeah because when, 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 you, when you hear when you hear that uh that that voice say from from you know from Fendi and beyond like you know who it is you know what it is immediately yeah it'd be like uh doing having a, a woody movie without you know tom hanks unless they replaced him with woody harrelson then it's okay because <laughs> you know, two Woodies, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Woody, would he, would he be extra Woody? Is that, is that what you're trying to get at? Yes. Woody, Woody the movie, extra Woody. <laughs> two Wood, Too Furious? Yes, there too you furious. go. I guess, I guess, the, I guess the, the, word of the, word of the, the word of the show is Wood. Fine, there you go, folks. Take a song title, a movie title, a movie quote, and replace one word with Wood. Um, how Stella got her wood back. That's my personal yeah. <laughs> A fistful of wood. Yeah. Yeah, it works. Woodbusters. Yeah. Woodbusters. Yeah. <laughs> Trading wood. Dude, I started watching the movies that made us episode on Trading Places. Uh, or sorry, not oh, Trading sh- Places, on Coming to America. Holy ah, shit, okay. that's like a shit show at times. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. I actually the, last night I was we were kind of bored and she was busy doing something else. So I watched the uh the Toys That Made Us episode about the wrestling figures. 
Oh, that yes. was pretty interesting. And then I went back and watched the Ninja Turtles one again because I'd watched that was like the first thing I did when I moved to uh Casa del Sexico was I'm tired. I just want to watch some Netflix and go to sleep. Okay, I'm gonna take, take care of things around the house. And then I found that and I'm like, holy shit, I gotta watch this. And I fell asleep through part of it. So I, I wanted to watch it again. So I watched it again. But I want to watch the rest of that stuff, except for like the My Little Pony one. I don't give a shit about that. I didn't. I watched obviously the Power Rangers one, and it was nice because it was the first time I was like, ah, they finally made something overly nostalgic for people our age because it's been the transformers and ninja turtles forever and i get yeah. it ninja turtles power rangers kind of were concurrent but there's that weird window like that i'm in where i was too young to get a ninja turtles when it first dropped because i wasn't born in 87 i was born in 88 and so by the time i got into other stuff when i was the right age power rangers had already just dropped so i was just like eh, it was kind of too late for me on that one uh but i still like ninja turtles but Anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. That episode was fucking awesome, and I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably watch it tomorrow night while I'm working on some shit. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm actually looking at the trailer right now, and there, there, there are a couple things. Like, the little fuel thing they put into his ship and then twist it. That looks like it's from uh, Solo. Like, it looks like the, it's the, the exact Wars same story. fuel. Yeah, it looks like the, the exact same fuel they're using for that, so that's interesting. Um, <clears throat> him traveling really close to the sun seems like they're copying from Star Trek. <laughs> um so i don't know what's happening here <laughs> yeah i'm confused. If, they, if they if they give him if they give him if they give him a green suit in us and 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 you know call him 117 i'm gonna be pissed off but uh yeah i would so much yeah. rather have a halo movie than a buzz lightyear movie oh fuck yeah oh, fuck oh yes. yes yes that would be far better as long as they did Do you know right. what my favorite version of buzz lightyear is overall what? do you remember the opening to toy story 2 when he's when Rex is playing the Buzz Lightyear video game and it's Buzz fighting Emperor Zerg and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that was the level of what Buzz Lightyear was to me. I don't I'll watch this eventually when it's free on streaming. I can't go feed the machine or anything like that. But I'm just I'm like, why? You know? If we can sail the seas for this one, Nick, please let's make it happen. <laughs> oh my god. Hashtag not my buzz. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 just them like trying to want like cash and cash and on nostalgia and be like, oh, we're gonna make a a Buzz Lightyear movie and call it Lightyear. It's gonna be great. It's you know gonna tell the story of him. It's like we don't care. (laughs) He was a he was a toy that existed in another universe (laughs) that we watched and we enjoyed that universe. Just keep him there. Shit. So, guys, we figured out that the word of the week is wood, and that is not a tongue twister. But um, our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve sent us a couple posters of last week's word, or maybe it was two weeks ago, ball bag. Would you guys like to see (laughs) some of the ball bag uh, posters? Yeah, let's do it. We have the ball bags of Madison County, starring Clint Eastwood and Meryl Streep. Madison <laughs> County, tuck nut capital of the world. <laughs> Sorry, truck nut capital of the world. I was like, what the tuck Oh my nut? god! <laughs> I don't know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make the definition yourself now on, on Urban Dictionary. Tuck nuts. <laughs> Fucking there tuck nuts. <laughs> uh, burn my ball bag at wounded knee. Or sorry, bury, bury my ball bag at wounded knee. Goddamn! The epic fall of the American Indian porn star. <laughs> uh tales from the crypt presents ball bag of blood take that patriarchy oh oh okay i think somebody put this 
Somebody ah, here put we go. space over that. Oh, God. How about Lord of the Rings, the ball bag of a king? The journey ends December 17th. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Halloween 4, the ball bag of Michael Myers. He teabagged me six times. <laughs> That's now, good shit. That's good shit. I love it. Folks, please send us your uh, creations, your art, your memes. Uh, we love that stuff. Ninja Lawyer Steve, you are the listener of the week. Thank you for your creativity and the time that you put into sending us that stuff. Folks, all you got to do to become listener of the week is just get our attention in a positive way, and you too can be World Class Bullshitters Listener of the Week. Yeah, and also now, make sure you, you you press that like button a lot. Oh, yeah, folks. You're liking this show tonight. We got a lot of awesome people here supporting the channel. Thank you very much. Hit that thumbs up button, and let's take a moment to uh, check in with the audience. Kendo, do me a favor. Pick a number. All right, Nick, you pick a number. 13. Who's that Pokemon? It's dead. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that happens sometimes. Oh. That happens sometimes. Yeah, you missed the window. I thought they just you faded. The button presser. <laughs> All right. Eh, so it first happens. Off, I had to go take care of some really loud music. Oh, that's cool. I thought you had to go to return some videotapes. No judgment. That too. Now, first off, I'd like to thank our friend Not A Band Account, who actually dropped a super chat on today's video. Uh, first off, Not A Band Account, thank you, says, uh, now that Superman is by, can Supes date Batman? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just say this for a moment. Back in so, the day, so, we were... so, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you want so Superman to date to date a billionaire who's who's who's, who's uh, trapped in a giant bat bat suit that's it's like fully leather or whatever and things like that. He's he's gonna date that guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure what it is you're looking for to have happen there, but okay. Yeah, he's yeah he's he's he's, he's going he's gonna go he's gonna go date the 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 billionaire guy who likes to dress as a bat in in, in really tight outfits. Awesome. That sounds amazing. Those those comic books are going to be great. You enjoy that. Uh, but remember when we were kids on the playground, you're like, can this guy beat this guy? Can Wolverine beat Cyclops? Can Gambit kill Superman? All these great epic questions that you would say. Can and Superman fuck and Batman? That's what they talk about today. That's awesome. That is how the world has changed, folks. God. Blame, uh, blame Mallrats. That's what I said in the video. We used to make fun of Brody. It's like, does the thing's wrong? Is it made out of orange rock? Like, we don't give a shit. Does it stretch, Mr. Fan? Is, who cares? Nobody thinks about well, that Well, shit. and, 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 and now, now, now these are real questions and concerns, Jeff. These are things people, you know, can't, you know, can't fall asleep, but can't fall asleep over. They have to, they have to know these, these, uh, these answers. That's the important stuff. Yeah, it's important things. Uh, not a band account also says, guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin kills people. <laughs> That is not inaccurate. No. Also, uh, I stand behind Alec Baldwin. It's safer there, says Cesario <laughs> That is also a better place to be. Oh, God. Now, now, Primer sends in a very nice super chat, and this is how we'll take a lot of stuff. It says, I understand that a lot of people hate Alec Baldwin. I wonder why. Uh, but I think that people should be looking at the situation rationally and objectively. Let's not jump to conclusions for the sake of vilifying someone. Of course. Uh, you're gonna oh, yeah, surprised. we're definitely not going to jump the gun here. No, 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 no. Damn we have it, Kendo. here at World Quest Bullshitters. Uh, uh, but we're going to talk about the real issue, at least in my opinion, what the real issue is. Uh, 
and it goes a lot deeper than just safety. Yeah, and 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 I love how like a little bit after it happened, everyone's like, "Oh, cancel!" You know, like you know, cancel like Baldwin, file like Alec Baldwin. It's like, do you not know how movies are made and how this shit goes down? Just you think you just you think he pulled a gun out of his pants and just like killed the fucking DP and and injured and you know and injured the director? He out of nowhere, just out of nowhere, he did that. He might have. Yeah, that, have you heard some of yeah. his voicemails? Yeah, that's true. Sure. That's, that's kind of true. That's kind of true. You know, I'll never say he's a nice guy or a good person or all that other shit, but the first thing I thought was like, oh shit, that's that's terrible. Like, like for everybody in yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 the first, him, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, the first yeah, the first thing I thought of is it's like that prop guy or that assistant prop guy is you know getting fired or going to jail real quick. Oh yeah, and look, yeah. we have we have two articles, folks, that we're going to talk about that gives a little insight because I really want to hear what people's take, in, uh, take is on this because Alec Baldwin really invites himself to a lot of this. I mean, he has spent the last four years lampooning one dude and he ran it into the ground. So I will talk about him more. I think his career is in a weird place where that's kind of it. He'll be remembered for what he's been doing for the last couple of years. I think Alec Baldwin will just quietly, you know, go away and retire. But go out with a bang. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute then <laughs> SH Rebels away. thank you very much every breath you take and every move you make every bond you break every step you take I'll be watching you Dion he's not here hopefully he's listening though yeah hopefully he's listening <laughs> he'll be here in due time uh, I hope so uh, <laughs> uh, up next we have our friend where is it sorry folks youtube has changed if you noticed how when you scroll on youtube you can see the sound wave in the, the tracking bar and how you can see more uh stills that move they become images that or uh, videos that way anyway that affects everything in turn in terms of the uh the delay of youtube so i apologize but back to xavier to god thank you for everything he says i wanted to know if any of you have seen the injustice movie and thoughts on it from what i heard it sounds like it did a mortal Kombat battle of the realms putting too much into one movie uh, i have not seen it have you guys had a chance to watch the injustice film yet no now xavier to god i like the injustice game i never got into the comics or the lore of the universe so everything i know comes from the games now, um, that, uh, well, thank you. I will take perfectly. Thank you. Um, folks, I, I already told people about your fencing club and Indiegogo. Is there anything you want to tell everybody? Uh, no, just go check it out. It's, there's a lot of information on there. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them, but it's gonna be a really cool project. We're going to teach a lot of people. The awesome now remember folks, Jesse regularly works with Olympic athletes and she's training one right now. So this is the real deal. So check that out. I think it's fantastic that she's teaching people how to be a fence. I mean, that's a lost art these days. It's like, you know, there's a lot of open lawns out in California that could use a good fence. We yeah, need line of I mean, demarcation these days. And Jesse yeah. Milestone is helping that. Right. And sometimes you've got some hot property. You just need to get rid of real quick. Or you're looking for something that's really hard to get or really expensive, and you just happen to know a guy that just found some. So that's, I mean, that's 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 great. I'm glad she's. Hopefully, the youths of America can learn some good skills. <laughs> Plus, it's just going to be people stabbing each other with swords at the end of the day. So that's always a fun time. Yeah, better than shooting each other with guns. That's true. It's safer. <laughs> now, Xavier to God, though, I didn't want to jump away from your super chat. I remember the Mortal Kombat one they put out. It's Battle of the Realms. That's the most recent one on HBO Max. 
for some reason, anything that's not Mortal Kombat, the games or that first movie, the story doesn't work for me in these other formats. And Injustice always felt like Mortal Kombat and DC superheroes had a baby. So I love the idea of, you know, Lois Lane dying, which is what makes Superman go crazy and all that shit. Cool. Totalitarian Superman, they've written it a million times. At least this one didn't suck balls. Or sorry, it didn't suck wood, the word of the day. Mm. But I will say, uh, since we're talking about animated DC films, Xavier to God, how disappointed I was with Batman Hush. One of my all-time favorite fucking stories. Here, let me prove that to you. This was already within arm's reach. I love Batman Hush uh, right here. I love Batman Hush as, I much, as much as I love this man right here. Dion, what is up, man? Surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. Yay! You should read that last super chat for him since it was directed to him anyway. He missed it. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that now. And every breath you take, every move you make, every bond you break, every step you take, I'll be watching you, Dion. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Also, I don't know remember about Tyler Perry has an Oscar. <laughs> Not for movies. Mm-hmm. Still got one. Nope. It's a it's an honorary Oscar. It's kind of like a participation award. Only just happens to look like an Oscar. Better than. Well, okay, better than not. But thank you, Xavier, to God. Cesario Japan, thank you very much. Uh, watching the Eternals red carpet with Robot Shlomo last week, and the only thing that was interesting was Salma Hayek's bosom. Rest was unintentional diversity word drinking game. Uh, you guys have been following, or at least because of me, we've all been talking about the Eternals. Um, diversity is not going to save this movie. What do you guys think of what you've seen, how Disney's presented it, uh, trailer-wise, commercials, etc.? Are you excited by what you've seen with the Eternals? Dion, since you just joined us, you go first, please. <laughs> what I think about the Eternals, uh, <laughs> it it looks like Walmart Avengers, man. Listen, I <laughs> um, it 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 gives off a lot of vibes similar to that of um, what was the movie with Minnie Kaling and Oprah? <clears throat> oh, uh, uh, Wrinkle in Time. Yes, it, it 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 feels so much like a wrinkle in time. You know, this this it's a big deal because we're saying it's a big deal and you should believe us fives. You know, you got you've got, you know, what's his name? Um actual mature looking Aziz, I'm sorry, Indian dude. Um <laughs> you know, you've got Selma Hayek, which don't get me wrong, Selma Hayek is fine. Mm-hmm. She's been in some terrible fucking movies. Um, and then you got Angelina Jolie who, you know, apparently has a lot of time on her hands now because she's divorced or whatever, you know? So it's just, it's just, it doesn't look like it was well put together. It, 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 I feel like this is the exact same that what happened, um, to the, um, to the, not immortals, the one, the, 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 inhumans. Thank you. It feels like inhumans. It really feels like inhumans. Where it's like, hey, it's a big deal. Trust us, it's a big deal. You're going to love it. I swear, we reference that other thing you like, and it's going to be a lot of crazy shit happening. You guys, should, you'll love it. Trust us. Watch it, please. That's that's all I get. That's all I get from this. There we go. Uh, they're both in the Eternals. That's for... <laughs> that's that's movie-appropriate YouTube. We're talking about these two actresses on screen. Thank you, Fatty. Oh, that's uh, that, that's. But I have so much to drink right now. I sound. <laughs> that's 
A little to the right says Darian217. All right, Darian217, how much to the right do you want? Um, <laughs> like, all the way over here? Like, you want to get up in Salma's hairline? I mean, depends on which hairline we're talking about. What you talk. <laughs> we do it for the people, folks. Yes, yes we do. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Coffinales, that's for you. Uh, there you go, third turd. That's for you, too. So, Nick Kendo, same to you. I I don't care about the Eternals, man. I just as, as soon as they announced it and they and they started like you could tell what they were doing as soon as they announced it. I'm just like, nope, don't care for it. Don't don't don't. I'm not gonna give it any time. I'm not gonna give my money. I just I just don't care for it. I'm I'm sorry. Was there a question there? I was distracted. Yeah. <laughs> now we will talk a little more in depth about some of this Eternal stuff because mm. it's interesting. Because not the movie sure as fuck ain't, but this this diversity stuff, like they really are selling this movie on that, and we'll go deeper because the red carpet premiere. The guy talks about the movie being life saving, and if this movie was out when he was a kid, people wouldn't have killed themselves. Like they're talking about that type of. Like that's just so. (laughs) And 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 hyperbolic statements for the win. Let me tell you. Right, and that that's the thing. Right, that's. You know, that's you're weaponizing something that's a legitimate issue, right? Like, you know, people and suicide and depression and mental health, it, that's a legitimate conversation, but it's just it's just so ill fated when you weaponize it to insulate a film, you know. So, so now what if, if the movie comes out and people don't like it, it they're okay with people who kill themselves, you know, it's that. Th- the same shit as you know, and, and again, you know, because fucking fuck Twitter, right? You know, that's that's the thing that so many people didn't understand with The Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, we we love seeing capable women in film, but that's not the entire crux of the film. You can't prop up a uh, uh, an epic blockbuster just because you've got different colors in it. Right and 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 again, you you shouldn't be saying that again when you work for a company whose parent company is Disney. You know they don't. We know you don't care about that, and that might and that might mean a lot to that individual person, but that's not going to mean the movie's good, and that's not going to mean it's going to be successful. It's just it's a dangerous precedent to set. Yeah, uh, TLJ Screwjob. Uh, I see your super chat message. There you go. Uh, but thank you. We'll read all these in order. Uh, speaking of, let's get back to these. Thank you, folks. So up next, we had our friend. Where were we at? Is it Adam Warford? Uh, SH Rebels 08. Was that you? Sorry. Let me go backwards. Here we are. SH Rebels 08. I will take a Joe Rogan slap nuts and a horses for Dion, please. Well, Dion, now that you're here, you get to enjoy <laughs> all the go. buttons. Oh, shit. You ready? I'll make you wait. <laughs> oh, that was bad. That was horrible. Oh, yeah. I'll, don't worry. It's going to happen. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Down goes Beetle. It's Mr. Flat to you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. That will never not be funny. It's like that bitch. That midget stripper gif, it will get me every time. <laughs> Dude, I could, be on, I could be on my deathbed. 
of like 35 million diseases <laughs> with like 30 seconds left to live. And Jeff would just be like, here, look at this. And it's just people just getting clobbered by the guitar. And I would be like, <laughs> I don't care anymore. This is funny. That's why you will. If you could out, well, if Dan could outlive you, he'd be the perfect guy to be at your deathbed because he would have your memes and gifts ready for you as you pass on to the afterlife. Yeah, and at my funeral, while everybody's like mourning my passing, and by everybody I mean like three people, there'll mm-hmm. just be like that gif of that the midgets dancer just fucking playing on loop on a screen behind my casket. <laughs> we'll just play dust in the wind to it. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I want you to make all these goddamn videos for your funeral, Kendo. Shit. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you know at least why? It'll, be, it'll it'll be entertaining. That's the important thing. As long as my death entertains people, I'll be okay. There you go. You know there why you go. you'll have a great funeral? Why is that? Because we're not just your friends. I don't have friends. I got family. Well, there's that. <laughs> there you go. You're in good hands, like Allstate. Oh, uh, thanks not threatening no. black guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can never remember his name. He's just not threatening. He was black the president. Guy. God damn it! <laughs> he was. You're you're right. You're right. He you're right. He, he that commercial is basically not threatening black guy. Just like giving people really good car insurance, and then 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 them giving him gifts of meat and pizza. Yeah, Jake from State Farm. Nobody nobody's upset with Jake from State Farm. Yeah. Oh, uh, now are you? What are you doing here, and where are my horses? It's the human eyes that fucking bother me so much. <laughs> now, if Jake for State Farm look like look, look like Fifty Cent, we got a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it the the nine bullet holes or the never mind? <laughs> I got shot nine times in the face by my album. That was like the entire. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Fight. I remember that shit. I remember that. Like, that was that was like the whole pitch for his first like debut album. He'd been shot nine times by his album. It's like oh, listen, okay. Get Rich or Die Trying is a great fucking album. God damn it, he's a survivor. He he's gonna make it. He's not gonna get Destiny's Child, silly. <laughs> but they wrote what? it about him. Uh, yeah, they, clearly, true. clearly they did. They they predicted the Dion. According to this audience, my favorite movie is Glitter. How the fuck am I gonna not know who sang Survivor? Good point. <laughs> Actually, that song was just really fucking popular. I couldn't avoid it. Plus, I'm pretty sure they looked good in the music video. Uh, like they were on yes. a beach or something. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, it was just yeah, it was just them on a beach. It's all us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what music videos actually meant something. And they actually put some fucking effort into them. Now nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, oh, hold on. Videos now are pretty shitty. I got some uh, pictures of Selma Hayek at the Eternals premiere. Should we use oh, that God. instead? Should we update? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Selma, we salute you. Yes, we If do. enough people we'd watch, would watch, we should just do a drunk watch of a bunch of her movies. Heck yeah. <laughs> I mean... <still> desperate. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. And then from dusk till dawn. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Dogma. (laughs) She still looks so fucking good. Those things had to have been worked on, and I don't care. Oh, yeah. They get get regular tune-ups all the time. Yes! (laughs) That's the money can buy, goddammit. That's that's why I was never mad at Adam Sandler for the Grown Ups movies, because I would write myself as Summer Hayek's husband, too. 
That's yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I got distracted. We have a show. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Should the should the third summer hike movie be Wild Wild West? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe it should. <laughs> or should it be? Wait, should it be Wild Wild West or or after the sunset? Wait, is Pierce Brosnan in that one? Yes, he is. And then be brought down a bit, a little bit lower for after the sun sets. For sure. <laughs> there you go, because because that, that that wonderful like soundtrack and song that came out though they wouldn't play, they get playing over and over again all the time. Can we sneak in a secret screening of the Thomas Crown Affair while we're at it? Oh, I just God, feel like that'd be a lot. Of fucking, uh, that's a, that's a good movie. It's a good movie. Oh, I like them both, the original and the remake. Um, yes, yeah, they're good. Yeah. So, uh, let's see where were we at? We were on a good roll here. Um, so thank you to our friend SH Rebels 08. Uh, Six Gun Kendo says it's just a prop gun, or is it? Hmm. It's only one way to find out. <laughs> Adam Walford <laughs> says, "WTF viewer, you are right, and treat every gun as if loaded. You never know if it isn't, and never point a gun at anyone." Yeah, man, it's, that's that's uh, gun safety one on one. Correct. Yeah, all about safety. Uh, and you know, it, it goes so deep on this film set about the lack of safety. And that's the stuff we're really going to talk about. That's that's the important part here. You got to figure out the why, the what happened. And sometimes there's a little deeper connection that is the thing to be sensationalized. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Adam Walford, thank you very much uh, for the super chat. Skotsky02 says, there's plenty to blame to go around, but Baldwin bears the most. He was holding a real gun. That means he should have verified it was empty. Not wrong. Uh, Mr. <sighs> Buttcrack Media sends in a poop emoji. Thank you. Hmm. Thank uh, you. Acad Academy Award winner Tyler Perry. There we are. Musk is going to one-up Bezos by sending me into space. <laughs> Dion, how would you feel? Dressed as Medea. That's how it's going to happen. Yeah, how would you feel if Tyler Perry did get to go into space dressed as Medea holding his Academy Award? Um, let's just say I may be, may or may not rather be mailing certain items that rhyme with goop in boxes to places that may or may not be his working area. Maybe, possibly. Oh, Dion, <laughs> instead of killing him with the smell of poop, why don't you just actually buy those exploding goop vagina scented candles? Yeah. Change the label, change the label to like country orchard or farm fresh or whatever and then <laughs> i thought he you i thought he and then soup. someone's gonna light him i'm like oh he's gonna Good buy them all lunch Good that's point. very nice <laughs> there's anyone that is okay with burning something down around tyler perry it's gwyneth paltrow <laughs> so full transparency i would watch medea in space if it was like an alien movie and she just got her head bitten off and then the rest of the movie is an alien just going to town on a fucking crew of unexpecting people just all the rest of the cast from his movies so that the fat black dude was named td jakes or whatever that plays like the fucking goofy dude next to down jake and the other dude the other the, the the brother that she that he also plays it's like shitting on himself all the time shamar moore is randomly up there uh the other the other black woman that's a, just just get a ship full of black people and put them in an alien movie. <laughs> yeah, just a ship full of all been no, 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 here, here, Here's what here's you do: get a shit full of semi-famous black people from Ty Perry's movies and just put them in the movie. You know, in in that space movie, it's fine. Exactly. Just I make it an alien it. movie. 
It's Alien Seven. Put the and put and put and put and put the one one put the one big titty white bitch in there and have her have her survive the whole thing. It's fine. It'll be okay. Yep. Instead 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 of uh, Alien vs Predator, it's Alien vs Black People. <laughs> I feel like the Wayans should have made this movie twenty years ago. I agree. They, they needed like they well the, the I mean, I've heard the problems with, with them is like they've been you know fucked fuck over by Hollywood too much. I don't want to work with them anymore. But I wish they would they would keep making stuff, man. They're I love their stuff. That's um they're super talented. The Medea verse. God, I couldn't imagine if that was a fucking thing. It is. There are enough movies for that. I mean, that aren't there like exist. twenty movies? It's literally like twenty fucking films. I'll look it up. How Medea many movies. Medea movies are there? <laughs> Um, a complete list of Medea movies in order, published Yikes. this year. Oh, uh, how many what? are there? There are officially ten, but Medea appears. Eh, I can't speak, but Medea appears in other Tyler Perry films. So, I'm not counting this. I don't care. <laughs> I still want to watch Medea goes to space, where Medea gets eaten by an alien. Oh. Yeah. You know what they should do? They should use the original ending to Alien, where uh, the alien rips off Ripley's head and fakes her voice and acts like, you know, she's the one sending off the message that, you know, they're all okay. I'd be there for that. Ooh, that'd be, that'd be interesting. Yeah, you gotta have the Medea thing where it's like, come out, alien! Come out! Come out! Oh, be, have it be Predator, and as she's talking shit, you see the fucking, the laser triangle just move up to her head, or his head, whatever, and it hits it and it explodes and it's just this gigantic black dude's body and fucking fake boobs just like falling down and then all the rest of them go oh god oh jesus help us and then the alien goes jesus isn't here tonight and just starts (laughs) plasma canning them in this room oh i love that movie i'd buy it on blu-ray today what's gonna make more money medea versus big mama's house or medea versus white chicks Oh, because oh, black people are dressing up as women. That's Medea, the whole no, Medea versus white chicks. I think is gonna make make some money. That's gonna make some money because the way brothers coming back dressed as white chicks is gonna bring them back. Because I watched it recently, and I was like, that movie's so funny. That movie's so funny. Yeah, that's the alternate like real ending to Alien, uh, Darien two and seven. That was supposed to be how the film ends. Uh, kind of a downer. By the way, have I told you guys I've changed my stance officially that Alien is my favorite over Aliens? No, no. Well, what happened? You, yeah. you just what recently watched it. Yeah, I watched. Uh, I got Alien on 4K. It's weird. I've owned Alien on Blu-ray and on 4K, and I had never watched it for all the years that I had owned it. And then Jesse and I sat down and did a screening of it or a viewing of it not too long ago. And we're just like, she's into it already, and I was just like, that really is the one that gets the most out of me. And hear me out for a second. Aliens is too big. And I know this is kind of mean to say, but some of the effects take me out of the movie. Alien is such an immersive experience that, like, from beginning to end, I'm just, like, in there with them. I feel like I'm on the Nostromo. I love Aliens. It's still a 10 out of 10 movie, and I love everything that it does. But because I feel more when I watch Alien, and I'm you know, the atmosphere is you know, palpable, that's why I prefer it. Okay. I mean, no, I, I can dig it. All right, Shaft. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, Miss Ninja Julian, that's in Aliens, not Alien. Uh, Dion knows the intricacies of that as well, too. And that's all I'll say about it. All right. So uh, let us get back on topic in just a moment. So Infinite Wanderer, thank you very much. 
He says, any of you interested in webcomics? If so, I recommend Girl Genius. Be warned, it started in 2002 and it's still ongoing. If it were Ooh. published, it'd equal Batman in sales and popularity. Nice. I'm taking a screenshot of that Infinite Wonder. Uh, guys, I got into a new comic this week. You ever heard of Man Thing? No. Nope. I heard of it, but I never. I don't even know what it's about. Isn't that like Dark Horse or something? No, it's an old Marvel book from the 70s. It's fucking mm. cool. Now, I don't I don't know if it predates Swamp Thing, but for comparison, I went back and read the first Swamp Thing and the first Man Thing, and I preferred Man Thing over Swamp Thing. So that's that's where I'm landing my camp on the Thing camp. Man Thing. Nice. But no, he's he's a scientist or a government guy who's going to take this super soldier serum and you know use it to create this army for the government. But uh, the woman that he's dating turns out to be a spy, so they're going to try to kill him. And he escapes, and he crashes into the water with the vial, and it turns him into the man thing. And he goes, and he kills the dudes that betrayed him. He, like, breaks their fucking backs. And then he ends up going up to the woman, and he remembers that he loved her. So he doesn't kill her, but he scars her fucking face and, like, burns her flesh off. And then he returns to the water. And so the second appearance of him picks up with – um, not it's Kazar, the fucking dude from the jungle with the big cat. Yeah. And – he comes to America to hunt down the man thing. And it's like a really good story. So I've been reading old Marvel comics when I'm, uh, you know, my downtime. So I recommend it. I'll send you guys the link if you're interested. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah awesome. definitely, man, definitely. Now, uh, primer. Thank you very much. Uh, he says first movie I ever saw to drive in was dark Knight rises when I was 10 years old. I was asleep. 99% of the movie in retrospect, a good thing. Yeah. Primer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? I mean, if you're old as fuck, we were, 21, 22 in that movie. Jesus! I was going to give Primer a compliment. <laughs> you, you read a lot older than you are, so, you know, I guess thank you for being, you know, smart. But, Dion, I also feel old. I remember that day vividly. We went to walk the trail. Jake smoked one, and uh, we were drinking, and then we went and saw Batman. It was fun. Yeah, man. That was fucking, that was fucking dope. That was a great weekend. God, God, man. I fucking, ah. Uh! So long ago, a fucking decade ago. God damn it. Got me in my feelings talking about how you were ten and shit and drive-ins. <laughs> Almost and a decade then, ago. God, yeah. Uh, I I can't believe the Avengers was almost a decade ago. I know it's the same year 2012, but it was such a big one for me. I remember seeing that movie and just walking out happy. I don't think I've ever been that happy since. I remember specifically, you know, I just graduated fucking college. I was like, yo, this this summer of film is good because Prometheus came out that same summer, and I was convinced that movies were gonna change. And they obviously they did. Marvel changed the game, and you know, and and you know, Dark Knight Rises was a was a okay button up for that trilogy, and it fucked DC up for the next decade. But but yeah, man, I did not. I was I was convinced that things were like we were gonna be living in a whole different fucking universe, man. That oh, holy shit, so optimistic, so optimistic. <laughs> and now, then, and then and, and the reality and then reality slapped you in the face, just mm -hmm. like Selma Hayek. Oh. <laughs> now, do you guys want to talk about the Eternals first, or do you want to talk about the Alec Baldwin saga? I I, I feel like we should <laughs> let let's, let's get Baldwin out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, wow, let's have a shot. <laughs> So, Kendo, yeah, we had been talking about this. You actually are the person that alerted me to the story. Uh -huh. It's weird that my birthday will forever be tied to the day Alec Baldwin shot somebody. Because 
in my life, it was always like my uncle had died on my birth the day I was born, you know, years before I'd been born. So October 21st, he died. My family was always like, we hate this day. And then I was born, it had been reclaimed. Now everyone's going to think of instead of Back to the Future Day, it's Alec Baldwin Day. But Rust is this Western movie that Alec Baldwin, Jensen Ackles, and a few other people or, you know, actors are involved in. And it seems like it's a dumpster fire behind the scenes. What uh, was your takeaway, Dion, when you found out that Alec Baldwin had shot somebody? Listen, and and I want to preface this with I didn't I do not have any inside information. I, you know, I, I found out the way that the majority of the public found out about it. Um, but the first thing I thought of was I love Thirty Rock. He's funny in Thirty Rock. But Alec Baldwin is a shitty human being. And my initial thing was, and honestly was, what did he do? <laughs> it, it was. And, and again, and you know, condolences out to the family of the stunt people. I know, I think it was two people that got injured uh, when he fired the weapon. But, you know, I, you know I, I, I literally was like, hey, did he lose his fucking cool? And did, did he finally kill somebody? You know, and and because again, listen, I I you know, I don't know Alec Baldwin personally. Obviously, what I know you is don't? What, what. Well, you know, not Shit, officially. He Twelve bucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the dude is a loose cannon, and he's and he's he's well known to be an asshole. You know, and 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 a hundred percent transparency, man. I, I I thought that this was the final mistake that he ever made, where it cost someone their life. I I I, I truly did. He has been on my radar as a, a dick ever since he, you know, yelled at his kid. And I think he also attacked like a photographer or something. So yeah, I once I found out what happened though, I did have a shred of like, oh man, that's like you're everything everybody says about you, but it's like, ah, oh, that still was an accident that really yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nobody, nobody wins in this story. It's just the fucking massive dose of irony I can't overlook and not laugh at because it's just this guy, this actor that is so political and takes everything to the nth degree. That's the guy that did it. Yep. Yep. Nick, yep. your thoughts. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, whenever the headline, like, you know, he shot somebody on set or whatever like that, I thought, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of figured it was during a take or whatever. And I was just like, once again, that prop person's going to gonna go to fucking jail. Or the or the or the person who's handling the guns or whatever didn't do their job and like somebody yeah so somebody somebody's going uh, somebody's getting fired. Well, they should be because it ain't the first time this woman fucked up. But we'll talk about that in a second. Kendo, same question to you. Uh, first it was just like that didn't no way he didn't okay it had to have been a tragic accident yes it was a tragic accident and then I realized well it is still Alec Baldwin and he is an arrogant smug douchebag that likes to tell everybody else and talk down to everybody else. It sucks that it happened and that it, that he's the one that did it. And I will gladly dunk on him for it and enjoy the memes. Dude, we, we, we've we been dunking on him for the last few days because of all the memes that have been coming in. We, we, you know, we, and we've been sharing and stuff like that in our little, in our little chat. It's been, it's been hilarious. Yeah. Like I said, I can't get over the massive dose of irony that this guy is the one. Uh, before we jump into the the subject matter, uh, any Alec Baldwin movies you actually do like? I mean, I love Beetlejuice; it's an all time favorite. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah Beetlejuice, um, Motherless Brooklyn. He was just in. I fucking love that movie. Mm. 
I'm trying to think of some others. His brother's in a movie with Lawrence Fishburne not called Fled, which is infamous for a jacket scene, but I fucking love that movie. Even though it's not Alec Baldwin, it's a crazy ass Baldwin, so it counts. Alec <laughs> Baldwin. Well, there's also there's also the the shadow that wasn't that wasn't uh, terrible. It was yep. it was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. His bit in Glare, Glary Glenn Rice's or no Glary Glenn Ross, right? That's yeah, Glenn Gary, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Yeah, you know, that's a great <laughs> fucking scene. You know, yeah, big he, brass balls. Like yeah, all in clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, somebody had recommended a film, Medea's Navy. I might actually want to watch it. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> god. Listen, the only person, the only person that can that can do parodies like that is is Ernest P. Worrell. We, we miss you, buddy. God, rest in peace, Jim Barney. You're the man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Vern. Hey, Vern. <laughs> uh, now, uh, the Alec Baldwin situation. Okay, so I found two articles that I feel are representative of what happened, and we'll talk. We'll look into these. We'll talk about it. Now, first off. Uh, the Rust assistant director didn't check all rounds in Fatal Shooting. So Dave Halls, the first assistant director on Rust, admits he didn't check all of the rounds in The Gun That Killed Cinematographer uh, Helena Hutchins. The Alec Baldwin-led Western was in production in New Mexico hmm, when a gun was discharged last week, striking both Hutchins and director Joel Souza. Hutchins was struck in the chest and pronounced dead shortly thereafter in a New Mexico hospital. But Souza, who was struck in the shoulder, is expected to recover. The armorer on the film, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, is confirmed to have provided the gun to assistant director Dave Halls, who then handed the weapon to Baldwin. The scene in question involved Baldwin drawing his gun from a holster and pointing it at the camera when discharged. The shooting is said to have occurred after a handful of safety complaints on the set, some of which were included crew members walking off set in protest days earlier. There have also been reports that the gun that killed Hutchins was used for target practice hours before the accident occurred, despite the widespread barring of live ammunition on most, most film sets. The new article from the LA Times has been confirmed that Halls broke safety protocols and did not check the rounds in the firearm before handing it to Baldwin. A prop gun and rounds within it typically undergo several visual inspections as part of an onset safety regulation to ensure that it's cold or not loaded with live ammunition. The scene being rehearsed called for a dummy round, fake ammunition that looked more lifelike than blanks due to the camera position down the barrel of the gun. As the last person to have handled the gun before handing it to Baldwin, and as the first assistant director, the one typically responsible for onset safety during shooting, Hall's breach of protocol allowed a hot gun to be handed to Baldwin. Hall wasn't the one to have breached protocol, however, with armorer Gutierrez claiming that she ensured that the firearm contained only dummy rounds. What's more, Gutierrez Reed claims that no live ammunition was kept on set, despite authorities stating that 500 rounds were recovered from the set. They suspected some were live. So the invest investigation's ongoing, but this person, this um, Dan Hall Dave Halls, uh, admits that he didn't check and is taking placing blame on himself. How do you feel about uh, this part of the story so far? I mean, yeah, it, it sucks when it could be it could have been avoided. You know that that's yeah. what you know. But 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 again, you know this is this is. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, this is professional Dion speaking. You know, this is why you have procedures in place so that when they're followed every time, you know, they, they, you know, you, no one knows how successful these things are until someone gets hurt or killed. Right. So, you know, you know, my assumption is, you know, this asshole has probably been doing this for forever and, and skipping, skipping steps for a long time now. And, and obviously this one, 
you know, it costs someone everything they got. So it just, it just, you know, this is why there are safety regulations, people. This is why, you know, don't, don't let assholes who, you know, work in Hollywood and do all this shit and, oh, it's never happened before. Well, you know, now it has, and now someone's fucking dead and it, and it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. From, from, from what I've seen, like behind the scenes videos and things like that, how they do the gun stuff for movies, it's always like, like it's in a case that the prop master holds, like the case is locked. He has got the key and it's like, you know, the whole thing. And once it once once it come once the gun once the gun comes out they yell it they yell it at everybody like you know gun on set guns coming out they check it and they make sure it's empty then they load the blanks and then they hand it to the actor and saying you know live gun on set they set up the shots they shoot the they shoot the scene with the gun the gun then gets taken taken um you know the gun gets you know obviously once the actor's done doing scene puts it down hand off the trigger it's taken by the prop guy back in the box locked up. That's usually how it's done. Usually, and, and like they're and like they're they are anal about that shit. They are ridiculously crazy about when when they do fake guns on on movies like that. Like they are, you know, everybody's up, everybody's ass about it. Like nobody wants a problem, nobody wants a mistake, nobody wants any any of that stuff happening. So the now, fact Nick, that they worked, were, do you worked on film set. I'm saying you've worked on film sets, so you definitely know about safety procedure and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, we've and like you know, we've we've used fake guns, we've used fake guns, we have never used blanks ever. I've never used a blank before ever, just to be clear. Uh, but we have done, you know, like the VFX thing, where like, oh, we'll put, you know, the the person will react with the gun, and then we put the stuff in afterwards. Um, but I would imagine if I were to use blanks, I, I would be extremely cautious and safe. First of all, testing them out, and then if we were to use them on set, I'd make sure that the camera is set up, and then I press record, and we back away from the camera, and the person fires towards the camera does the stuff, you know, turn off the camera, take the gun away, all that other stuff, because I do not want any, especially if it's an independent film set, you do not want any problems, anybody getting hurt, any of that shit. You don't want none of that stuff happening. Mm -mm. Now, what I find interesting is how this article, and it seems like they want to protect this lady, this Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, and the reason I want to talk about her specifically is this isn't the first time she's been fucking around with guns on sets. Uh, have you guys heard about the Nicolas Cage incident? Nope. Nope. Yeah, because okay. wasn't that where one went and it didn't hit anyone, but like it fucking it almost hit him where someone else yeah. was, was, was had the gun? Well, here's the story. Rust armor caused Nicolas Cage to walk off set after firing a gun without warning. Here's more. The tragedy of the Rust set that left cinematographer Helena Hutchins dead and director Joel Souza injured following a prop gun being fired by actor Alec Baldwin continues to take shape. As the investigation continues into what went wrong and who was exactly to blame for the incident, we are learning more about a seemingly inexperienced player in this tragedy that it may have engaged in reckless behavior on another film set. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the 24-year-old rust armor who was in charge of the guns on set when the tragedy took place, was allegedly repeatedly accused by several crew members of another film for breaking safety protocol. The crew members who spoke with The Wrap say that Montana set of Nicolas Cage's The Old Way, the actor stormed off set because Gutierrez-Reed fired off a gun without warning. According to the movie's key grip, Stu Brumbaugh, Cage ripped into the rookie armor after the gun went off and he said, make an announcement, you just blew my fucking eardrums off. The situation got so bad that Brumbaugh told assistant director of the armor uh, she needs to be let go. Brumbaugh went on to say, after the second round, I was pissed off. We were moving too fast. She's a rookie. This is a reference to Brumbaugh finding out that this was her first movie in charge of weapons. Oh, What's Jesus. even eerier 
is considering the tragedy that took place on the set of Rust last week while Gutierrez Reed was in charge of the film's weapons. Is that Broomba detailed a series of complaints that were made about her, including that she walked into Nicholas walked into the set of Nicholas Cage's film with live rounds or blanks without announcing to the cast or crew. Broomba says uh, she also walked around with pistols tucked under her armpits in a way that made her point back at people and allowed firearms to be pointed at people as well. Another crew member who wished to remain anonymous confirmed Brumbaugh's claims by saying Gutierrez Reed put the cast and crew in several unnecessary and dangerous situations. When you learn about Gutierrez Reed's background heading into the Nicolas Cage film The Old Way, it's amazing she was even allowed to work on that film, let alone on Rust. While she's the daughter of Hollywood's weapon expert, Fell Reed, she's admitted to not feeling ready for taking on the responsibility of being offered the armor job on the old way. During an appearance on the podcast last month, Gutierrez Reed said, it was my first big time being a head armor. I was really nervous about it at first, and I almost didn't take the job because I wasn't sure if I was ready. Another one of her statements on the podcast is very telling in hindsight, which found the armor saying... I think the best part of my job is just showing people who are normally kind of freaked out by guns how safe they can be and how they're not really problematic unless put in the wrong hands. Irony. Yeah. Yep. Yep. God damn, that's a lot to unpack. Let's start talking about it. Um, Jeez. The fact that she's a rookie, I mean, she should have been trained for a long fucking time before this would have been like, all right, and I, and I, and it was just a weekend that like, her dad or whoever gave her this this training and then said, okay, off on your own, like do the first movie. It's like, no, she should have been, you know, apprenticed for several movies and then been like, okay, if you feel safe, do it. If not, go back to fucking being a PA and get me some goddamn coffee. Like, if you if you don't feel comfortable doing this job, then don't fucking do it. And if you're not, if you're doing it incorrectly, especially on the, yeah, like, you don't fuck around with guns and movie sets, man. You don't, you don't do that with, with, with anything. You don't, you just don't have them like, you know, under your arm and we'll train fuck them around, around with you guns can... in general. Yeah, man. If you don't know what you're doing, don't fucking do the job. Well, you know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 you know, and, and again, listen, we, we've made a lot of progress culturally, you know, and, and Hollywood obviously is a little slow to the draw, but but even that, you know, the, allowing people of different backgrounds to have certain gigs on on movie sets is is a good thing, right? But this is why so many films for forty fucking years. You had like there were only you know four or five armorers in Hollywood for a long fucking time, you know, and this is one of those reasons, right? This is this is why some dudes and gals in certain industries are the only people for for big projects because of shit like this. So you have yeah. this woman who chose us for a career and who did not take her job seriously. I understand being nervous, and I understand you know, being given an opportunity that you can't turn down. But some shit, there's a reason why you follow these procedures to the fucking letter. Because it eliminates dummies. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and so many people who who just have guns, whether it be for hobby, for home stuff, you know, the people who know what they're fucking talking about will say, you need to have a healthy fear of these things. Because a mistake can fucking kill someone. And yeah, I mean, obviously, when when this happened in the golden age, and this, it did, we didn't it didn't happen often enough because it was a small group of motherfuckers that were responsible for it, you know. And you and everyone was swearing up and down. And after Brandon Lee got killed, that you know we're gonna make sure that any movie said da 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 da, you know. And then there's always a fucking idiot, and you know these things, you know, procedures are designed to be idiot proof. So if one 
part fails, the fact that you do shit on there uh, continuously helps protect you from that. And this person who should have been doing her goddamn job wasn't, you know, and the fact that she got a, 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 a another go at it, especially with on a Western is, is fucking insane. It, that's just insane. To me. It's so that's obviously it's dangerously negligent because now there's, you know, someone doesn't have their life and it's just, you know, this is why we stick to these things, people. This is why. And everyone wanting to 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 look cool and look progressive and do all this bullshit, you know, this is this is why some shit takes forever to change, because you give someone a shot and they screw it up, and it sucks, man. And now someone is, you know, now someone is dead because some asshole who clearly could not did not know her craft fucked up. Oh yeah, and yeah, an article popped up the other day. I missed this one. Rust Armor Hannah Gutierrez Reed once gave an unchecked gun to an 11 year old actor. Oh my God. Oh my God. Fire her. Fucking fire her, please. I don't think she works anymore. Oh, I hope not. But like, yeah, like like Dan was saying, like like this diversity bullshit is bullshit because you get people like who get hired. Like it's like, oh, she's a woman. She kind of knows what guns are. We should fire her because diversity. It's like no, get somebody who knows their fucking job, who's good at it, who has a resume, who has people who can call and be like, yo, is she good? Is she good? Like that kind of shit for things like yeah. this, because you know, like like what Dan said, like there were like four or five armor guys in, in Hollywood. That's because they were the best. They had been mm-hmm. doing it for for at least a decade or more, or their entire lives. And they were the best because they were safe, and you, and that's why for a long time you didn't hear for you know about you know any of these any of these gun issues for a long long time, and also you know we should some people are like oh we should have gone to VFX after Brandon Lee but like the thing is that you always get these artistic assholes who are like oh it's gonna be more authentic if we have the you know the muzzle flash you know um in, in you know in frame while he's firing the gun and you know this this guy's there and you know the glass breaks or whatever We're, you know we need we need that realism and like you always get assholes like that who will. You know who will, t- you know, try to get a good armor person, try to convince the studio. It's like, oh, we need to do it this way to make it look good, make it look authentic, and people will love it. And you have people like that, and then they're they're, they're also the problem who are not willing to to change to these rules and to like embrace technology and do the things that are like the safest to get to the best product and to make sure everybody's you know good on set and there are no problems. Dude, right. this story gets even fucking better. You want to hear more about this fucking Jesus man? Woman? What's going on with this story? Shit. Oh, goody! It's what went on. Rookie armor. On Baldwin's rust set tied to friend's fatal crash. Now, hold on. There's a reason why I'm reading this. An insurance company for the rookie rust armor in charge of the weapons when Alec Baldwin accidentally shot dead his cinematographer reportedly paid her closest friend's family $50,000 last year so she couldn't be sued after he was killed in a drunken motorcycle crash. God what the Jesus, fuck? Man. This, 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 wait, 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 wait. So, so we're, we're still talking about the, the, the armor chick, right? That, that's yes, what we're talking about? Her. Yeah. Oh, my her. God. Oh, my God. She's like an angel of death. Yeah, no shit. Do you want? Is oh, oh my hold on, god! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you, are you about to say? Do you want to know more? It, like, is there a button for that? Do you Can want to know it? more? There's even yes, more. Please, fucking keep going. Okay, let's just keep talking about Hannah Gutierrez Reed. God for a minute. damn man! Rust film armor Hannah Gutierrez Reed faces eviction from Arizona landlady. I want her out. <laughs> like, huh. what is happening? Everything is bad about this person. Oh man, she's incredible here. Well, you know, and that and that's where you you know this this is what happens when people have an unhealthy relationship with firearms. You know, the, you know, people who it's cool, it's cool, and it's like, yeah, on some level, we can all agree, you know, guns are fucking cool. 
But, you know, th- that's as serious as it fucking gets, especially when you're using guns in an artistic fashion. If You know, actors aren't really shooting at each other, but it is fucking crazy serious because, again, guns are meant to kill people. And and you have the and again I, I don't know if she was specifically a diversity hire I don't know that for sure but to I think it's fact that you hire someone with this history who are clearly incompetent you know avoiding the death of a crew member should have been fucking paramount and someone who cares more about taking pictures with guns than properly using them when in a in a fashion that they're not meant for. Is a fucking problem, and you know, yeah. If, if she stays out of jail, I'll be amazed. But that's well, that's you fucking wanna, crazy to me. That's crazy. Do you want to hear what they're trying to fucking say out in the news now? Oh what? God! Oh Jesus! Yeah, just go now, ahead. I want to know more. This that's is fine. from some rag, but it says Rust Armor Hannah Gutierrez Reed fears she'll never work in Hollywood again after cinematographer shot dead on set with prop gun. I'm just. I wanted to use this as a transition. This chick should never have had this job and she should never work again like this. She's now responsible for a death. I don't care what Dave Hall says. Oh, I should have looked. Dude, you hired an expert. You were the no, intermediary. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah well, 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 here, well, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's, 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 the assistant, he's the assistant director. That's not his job. His job is to delegate what the director says. The armor is is the the armor is the person who should have handed him who should have checked the gun, made sure it was good, then handed to the actor. That's how it fucking works. The fact that the fact that the, the assistant director had to check it tells you how fucked up the set is. Yeah, and Alec Baldwin, this is the type of production he runs, right? He's the producer. Exactly. Like, how do you? Ah, God damn it, he's the producer. Shit. So it's on him. It's still on him then. It's still on him a little bit then. It is the between the nepotism of hiring her because her dad was a legend and Alec Baldwin in Alec, Alec Baldwin's incompetence as a producer. That's what happens to this lady, and I think everyone oh involved. Gosh, you know causes problems but i think the incompetent armorer is the number one problem and she was it was just nepotism my dad's mm-hmm. a famous guy you know what it's like there's a difference max landis got a push in the beginning of his career because his dad is legendary director john landis mm-hmm. after he you know tried it didn't really work after uh, chronicle and he just kind of you know fizzled out and was doing his own thing they didn't keep giving him work after he proved no, that the one thing no, he's he's better writing books. Yeah, uh, you know, like American Ultra was a good movie, but those are flops. They don't keep giving him actors to work with because he didn't deliver. It's like after this lady fucking got look. Nicholas Cage is a crazy dude. If you're too loud for Nicholas Cage, you have <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, this if you've like, if if you've made Nicholas Cage look at his life and been like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you yeah, you have fucked up. Yeah, I don't get. I don't get why she was ever hired. Oh, she's young. She's inexperienced. We'll give her a chance. No, not on that kind of a job. It's like you want to give a gaffer a chance. You want to give a best boy a chance or a key grip or some fucking person on this film. Fine. You want to give the craft services company their first shot at providing food. Unless everyone gets strychnine and dies or something, they're probably going to do a pretty goddamn good job. But yeah, or, or, at least, or, at least, or at least or at least a halfway decent job. People are going to get fed. It may be, it may be fucking crackers and, and, and cheese sandwiches, but at least people got food. Yeah, people yeah, survived. Don't, rag, don't rag on crackers and cheese sandwiches. Okay? No, 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 no. What, what I'm saying is, ain't nobody gonna die from crackers and cheese sandwiches. Basically, is what I'm saying. I mean, if the cheese is spoiled, they might. But you can tell if the cheese is spoiled. You can really tell. Maybe they're hungry and they're just gonna power through. I don't Apparently, know, man. She if, made if, some if TikTok you see, video you, too. <laughs> she what? 
the com- the chat saying that she she made a really cringy TikTok video too. So oh, I'm yeah, assuming I, she was being crazy unsafe with with weapons when she was doing fucking TikTok shit. Oh my now, god. The this TikTok bitch. stuff the TikTok stuff I found of her was like her dancing in a very unflattering shirt. So I didn't really want to pull that up because I was like, look, we're trying to talk about her incompetence as a fucking armor and nepotism. Not, not her that she's dancing on TikTok. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, that that hasn't gotten anybody killed yet. They took it down. Like the TikTok and the Reddit thread, everything was taken down. Here's the video that people are talking about. It's nothing bad. That's it. But. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's, yeah, she's a pick me bitch. That's what she is. So, uh, Dion. Pick me bitch who doesn't, who, who likes to play with guns. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's what's so goddamn infuriating about this. Yeah, is like. That, you know, this, God. No, you know, guns aren't fucking toys. You know, no. anytime someone does something like that, that should be the first fucking red flag. You know, you know, people, you know, a lot of people that want to try and, you know, they just want to be in the conversation about, well, everyone should have a gun. Da, da, da. You know, anyone that does shit like that doesn't get a fucking opinion. A, a fucking opinion. You know, you okay. don't get to talk about, you know, to be an armorer if you're if you're fucking discharging weapons on set. Like, what the fuck? That that should that 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 should be a fail right there, immediate yeah, and- fucking fail. You don't pass go. You don't collect two hundred fucking dollars because guns are meant to kill people. They're not meant to shoot yeah. movies. And the fact that she never understood that is insane. So the question yeah. I have is, Dion, we have here a thick white woman. Would you? <laughs> Listen, knowing that she might accidentally shoot me in the fucking back, that 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 takes away a lot of my uh, my uh, my hungry eyes, so to speak. Oh God. Well, well, I mean, okay. Do you guys remember Joe Exotic? How he he, he treated guns during the you know during that during that Netflix show? Like he, he pointed oh, them yeah. at the camera guy, and then his like his boyfriend shot himself because he thought it was empty or some shit. Like yeah, oh yeah, that was terrible. yeah. The way the, the way they treated guns, like in <laughs> with those people, it was like. That's how you don't do it. You yeah, don't well, do that. I also don't think that Joe Exotic and his group of morons was out trying to make movies and, you know, handing guns off to people, telling them they were okay. Well, he, well, listen, and I mean, and, that, and that's still a pretty good uh, example because I guess the, you know, the, the, the quote unquote husband, even though they weren't legally married or whatever, you know, apparently he had said when he killed it, he, he was like, don't worry, uh, you know, SIGs don't fire when the clip is out. And even like before I that's the first time we were watching it, I was, I was like, that's I think there's one there's one model of SIG that does that. They all don't do that. Sure, the next thing he said was, Oh, he he pulled the trigger and it went off. And I was like, dude, I was there are people who who just don't fucking get it, man. You know, and, and my man Travis, he was one of the dudes I thought were funny on that show, even though apparently he had a meth problem. But, you know, people that just don't understand it, and especially if her dad was this legendary armorer in Hollywood, you know, he, he, he if he was as legendary as apparently he, he is, he would have known not to fucking trust her. He would have known that she was fucking dangerous with weapons on set. You know, yeah. and it's just, it's just fucking like there, there are very few things that are pass fail. And anytime you, especially on set with actors who probably don't know what the fuck they're doing, that is pass fail every fucking time. Yeah, I, yeah, dude. I've, I've, I've got, a, I've got a friend who lives in Nashville. He's, um, 
he has like 15 guns and they're in a safe locked like they're in a gun safe they're like anything from a 22 to like a a, you know a a double barrel shotgun and they're all in the safe he's got the key for it like it's a very well-built safe in his basement i've seen i've seen it like it's ridiculous the amount of guns he's got but he keeps them very safe he cleans them we go out and shoot sometimes but you know even i know like don't fuck around and be stupid and you know aim them at anybody like we always go to a shooting range and do it where it's safe but like you know even i who don't own a gun know better to you know how to handle this shit Yeah, I. this is such a weird situation because this hasn't happened since Brandon Lee. It's the same situation. Uh, go Big Boar or Go Home is an excellent YouTuber who knows all about gun safety, all about gun everything, safety, cleaning, how to manually operate, all that stuff. The guy's an expert. I would definitely call him that. He was. T- uh, I would love to talk to him and hear what he has to say about some of the incompetency on set. Uh, just to round this out, this chick should never, ever work in film again. Probably not. Don't make excuses. Like if I see shit or people are like, we need to give her a chance and women and they, like, don't, oh no, no. oh no, uh-uh. no, 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 none of that bullshit. I'm sorry. You've no, you've, you've no, she's lost the, anybody who says that is a fucking moron. You've lost the ability for that. She's because of, because of her negligence, somebody has died and somebody else was, was injured. Okay. So no, we don't, we, we don't get to use her, you know, just because she's got a vag, she gets a fucking chance. No, that doesn't happen. I'm sorry. What do you think's going to happen to Alec Baldwin uh, in a lawsuit? You think he's going to lose his uh, everything? No, he's not going to lose everything. Be paying he, he definitely will get sued. For, I think he's going to get hit in civil court for sure. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think the movie's going to come out at all. Like Russ is probably just dead in the water. I don't think it's going to come out. Poor choice of words. <laughs> You've been doing it the whole time. I get one. I get one and I can call that. Jackass. Uh, Let's see. It was supposed to come out. That's a Disney. uh, What? That's a Disney production. It's Ah, 20th century. Disney kills people. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. It was 20th century, technically. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And TSG Entertainment. Oh my god. Which man. produces such films as Free Guy, Deadpool, Jungle Cruise, and Logan. So the film featured Alec Baldwin, Jensen Ackles, Travis Fimmel, and Francis Fisher. I only know two of those actors. But yeah, Nick, I don't think the film will come out. This isn't a Twilight Zone film situation where they're gonna try to it's an accident where they're gonna cut around because of whatever. This is Okay, hold on. Let me rephrase that. If this movie is very deep into production, and there's a lot of it, I think it'll come out. Kind of like, remember that movie The Hunt that everyone got all up in arms with a couple years ago, and then it yeah, came yeah, out yeah. quietly and no one talked about it? Yeah, I think this yeah. is one of those situations where everyone's going to you know, remember this as the movie that this woman died, and Alec Baldwin shot a woman on the set of, but like this movie will just probably live and die quickly on streaming and It'll be an odd curiosity that people search out. And then once the sensationalized, um, you know, whatever is over, that's it. The movie's dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I, I I watched Hunt. It was not that bad. It's not everything that anybody said. It was it was weird. Uh, Deadline's talking about two of the executive producers. Um, they said there's no involvement with physical day-to-day production. So people are trying to wash their hands of it. Yeah, they're they're trying to back away quick. Uh, Let's see. Alan Chaney. Any relation to Dick Chaney? Any relation to Lon Chaney? Oh. 
Jr. <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like he's related to either one of those, Junior okay. or Senior. Okay. That's okay. Uh, good for him. So anything else you guys want to say about the Alec Baldwin thing before we uh, get caught up on what the audience thinks? Yeah. It's a fucking horrible, tragic accident. Could yeah. Easily could have been avoided. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's rough. I mean, yeah, the irony is hilarious, but at the end of the day, a woman dies, and this woman, this incompetent, untested, actually fucking no, idiot. this fucking idiot that was proven to be a fucking idiot. Don't give a gun to a child. Don't bring live ammunition to a set, and don't hire Hannah Reed Gutierrez or Gutierrez Reed. She is, she's responsible, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That's yeah. I mean, it's just I just don't even understand how. You know, live rounds even got on the set, and they were doing it. They were doing target practice right before. Come on, everybody! If they're if that's the laissez-faire attitude, I mean, they, they tell you that. And when you first take safety school, like you make sure there are no live rounds in your weapon when you're done. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And if it and this is a western, so those are revolvers. So they were. They were taking target practice, and they didn't. They didn't even. They didn't even eject them. That's what's crazy to me. And they said that they said it was hot, so they went from the range to the set. That's and she incredibly them, didn't even didn't even open them up. That's, oh, that's insane incredible. to me. That's incredibly stupid. Incredibly stupid. Re- revolvers. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like you know. Uh, 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 a handgun with 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 a clip in it, you know. All you literally all you just gotta do is eject it to the side and pull the rounds out. Yeah, it's 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 fucking that's just crazy to me, you know. And especially with you know Baldwin's loud, ma- I just you know, and, and I, I can at least excuse that. But you know, it's just and again, and I'm not even a super gun expert, you know. But that's just that's in crazy to me. I mean, you can it, they're significantly fucking heavier. When they have live ammunition in them, you know that that's literally one. If one person looks at it, if one person looks at it, this doesn't happen. Yeah, and 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 the fact that like I, I guess I guess what is it like they they went to lunch they sh- they shot at the range and then put the gun back on set or something like that's that's beyond beyond idiotic beyond idiotic and the fact yeah. that you you and your lazy fucking ass couldn't you know rather take pictures with with holding guns and actually do your fucking job you know like just checking it you know after you know before the damn scene starts you couldn't take three seconds and be like okay look at it and then be like nope this is not good you gotta change it out or like oh okay it's good like come the fuck on man yeah dude and and you know and I, and I haven't looked i haven't even looked at what you know what type it was you know i'm you know with it being a western i'm assuming it was a you know a 44 something around there and then that's that's even more excusable because those things are fucking hand cannons mm-hmm. and you and you can f- those rounds are gigantic and you can f- you know especially if it's live that's what's so fucking infuriating for me is you know so people who know what they're doing this is you know another fucking linchpin that's gonna muddy the fucking waters of the conversation because this dummy did not know what she was doing and somebody's wife and mom and sister co-worker friend is dead that's fucking crazy man that's fucking so crazy yeah sad um well, maybe maybe it was fully loaded 
Uh, I haven't. I I only am going by with what I've read. I know there's a million. Right. If it was, take her ass to fucking jail. So that means that they were at the range shooting, and someone put more rounds in it, and then put it up. Fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Take her exactly. to fucking jail tonight. Yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree. Take, yeah, just yeah, do it. None of this, none, none of this. You know, take it easy. Be you know, give her another chance. Bullshit. No, take her to fucking jail. Do it. This is one of those things you got to take a hard stance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, shit. Uh, nobody wins. So let's uh, check in with the audience and uh, get caught up in some super chats. We have a ton of stuff to talk about tonight. So, folks, we're only an hour and change into the show. Uh, Kendo, pick a number. Uh, 24. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Yeah, make make sure you make sure you press that like button so you know, people more people will see us. Yeah, uh, like I was telling you guys off air, it was funny. Uh, the TV recommended the Michael Myers homophobia video we put out, but I've never watched any content from the channel on the TV, so it was nice that YouTube's like, "Hey, here you guys go." So, folks, this week we put out three videos so far. Apparently, Michael Myers is homophobic. Uh, we also have, and I have two Eternals videos out this week. So there will be more content coming to the channel all the time, including Saturday will be the debut for Halloween of the Buffalo Jeff show. So check it out, folks. It's fun. Uh, true crime with Buffalo Jeff. Ooh. On Saturday. Yeah. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still watching. I know what you did last summer, that, that fucking show. And I'll review that uh, for, for Patreon. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, folks, yeah. join our Patreon page. It's only a buck a month. $5 is only 17 cents a day. You get access to all kinds of content, back catalog, and you can be on the show, be a part of it. And, guys, I haven't worked this out yet, but I'm going to try to piece together one of our veteran streams this year. Remember when we used to do that with some of our listeners? Yeah, man. Yeah, those were always really popular. Yeah. Yeah, uh, our buddy Jeff the Iron Wolf had talked about how much he enjoyed it when he came to visit at uh, Horror Hound. So uh, I think we're going to make that happen, and we can thank Jeff the Iron Wolf for making that be a possibility this year that'd be that'd be great yeah so adam wofford thank you very much for your uh, generous super chat he says so i'm hearing reports about some cineplexes are canceling the eternal screenings they can make more dune based on ticket sales for eternals that isn't high enough i went to see dune and it was awesome have you guys heard about that uh possibility that they're gonna they're canceling some of this stuff yeah <laughs> no <laughs> oh that's hilarious I thought, I thought they were all jokes when I heard about it, but yeah, I did. I remember, you know, different spots online and shit. I don't think the movie will get pulled. It'll it'll do what it does. It's Disney. They're gonna really force this down our throats. Has Disney ever given up? No, but but I mean, like, yeah. But remember, with uh, what what is it? one of the one of the Star Wars movies, they basically like. Held a gun. Well, oh, that's a that's a bad that's a bad Betty Swords. Uh, they basically <laughs> damn Nick. <laughs> Jesus, that's twice. You know, yeah, no. Hey, you, hey, you, you did it like four or five times. Shut the fuck up, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> they were holding. They were holding them hostage. We'll go with that. Um, with, uh, with, with, with 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 contracts. Uh, you know, making you know making sure that they you know they had the movie in the the biggest the biggest screen for like a month. Uh, if they if they didn't, they'd have like fees and things like that, or they'd have to pay more or something you remember like that that shit, that shit was going on uh let's see um i'm trying to think about the dune i gotta see dune i'm gonna watch it on hbo max because it's included with the uh subscription but i looked up the stuff i haven't heard any news i couldn't find any articles about that but 
I hope Dune makes more money than the Eternals because, I don't know. Yeah, me. Uncle Pepe went and saw it yesterday. He said it was fucking awesome, Jeff. So. Oh, yeah, sure. I need to. Yeah, I need. I need. I, I know. I, I have HBO Max as well, but I want to watch it in a theater. Like, I really do want to watch it in a theater. It it feels like it needs to needs to be consumed that way. You know, my plan was to see it tomorrow, but my fucking you know wife fucking busted one of the goddamn tires, so that may fucking change. But you know, we'll make <laughs> we'll make some magic happen. I believe in you. I believe in the power of something. Uh, Power of Japan. Power of the power of pine saw. Oh, that's what I believe. That's pine saw, baby. That's a magic pine saw. You get to see movies. That that woman is in Angels in the Outfield. Oh God, she's the fucking the the foster home lady, isn't she? No, she's just in the crowd. The foster home lady is the lady from Home Alone Two with all the pigeons. Oh, oh shit! Right. Oh shit! That's right. It's been so long since I've watched that movie. At least oh, twenty-five God. years. Holy shit! That's a, yeah. That, that, that's been a while. That's been a while. I dude, I have the videotape back home at Camp Kendo. It's in a box in the garage. I saw it one day, and I was like, "Huh, Angels in the Outfield on VHS." Thought about Jeff, and then left. <laughs> what we should like, do I got shit to next, do. Next opening day, we should do a drunk <laughs> commentary for Angels in the Outfield. Uh, all right, fucking all Christopher right. Lloyd. Uh, Danny, Danny, yep, Danny, uh, Tony Danza, Tony Danza, Matthew McConaughey is in it, apparently. Yep, yeah, yep. Uh, Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody, Jesus, <laughs> damn, that's like a who's who, that's like a loaded cast, that's yeah, a loaded cast of who, who's all gonna be big boys someday. Yep, I watched Danny that movie Glover awkwardly saying that he wants to adopt him, like he's asking someone to marry him or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I remember that at the, at the end. That was a. That I was always awesome. laugh at that with how he. It's. I'm like, dude, just. T- you're not a- asking him to marry you. What the fuck are you being so weird about? Yeah, man. I mean, he. I just like how he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to adopt you, and then he's all sad, and he's like, can JP come too? Of course. Like, what do you think? <laughs> you think the guy planned to adopt two kids, or he's like, fuck, this kid's going to be really upset if I don't adopt the other one. Yeah, <laughs> I can afford plus, to. plus it's like obviously JP can cut he's the cuter of the two of you. What the fuck am I doing <laughs> keeping you and leaving the cute one to be uh, an orphan? Come on now. No, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I mean like it's, well, yeah, and, and Danny Glover just like tax deduction. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I got two goddamn kids. <laughs> so that movie did spawn two sequels. Oh god. Yes. There was Angels in the End Zone that came out in 1997 about a high school football team that just lacked the skill. And it starred Matthew Lawrence. Oh, of course uh, it did. Of course it did. David Gallagher. uh, Christopher Lloyd was in that. He was the boss angel. He was Al again. And then there's a bunch of other names on here that apparently are people that I don't know who they are. I'd have to look see them in a picture. And then, and then if that wasn't enough, but wait, there's more. There was a direct-to-video sequel that came out. Angels in the End Zone was 97. In 2000, there was a direct-to-video um, release called Angels in the Infield. Uh, let's see. What is this one about? It's uh, it's about a group of angels trying to help a baseball team win a championship game while at the same time helping to reunite the team's pitcher's family. That sounds like huh. a... That sounds is, like is an... Christopher Lloyd in that one, or or, did, or was he like no, no bro, he, I'm out. He, no, 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 he was not in this one. This one stars Patrick Warburton, <laughs> Damn. David Allen Greer. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, oh no, damn. Damn, man. I don't know. Patrick Warburton's pretty funny, so I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that was not completely famous, well known yet, Patrick Warburton, I think. Okay. Yeah, what year was that again? His biggest, his biggest gig was uh, uh, 2000. So this is like not even Men in Black 2 level, Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm looking at his filmography right now. He was in a couple of things. And then 2000, he was in Scream 3. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. He was he was a, the security guard for Courtney Cox or something like that in Scream Yes, he was, he was in Angels in Enfield, which was a television film direct-to-video. He was in some TV stuff. He was in an episode of Quantum Leap. Yep. yep. He never returned home either. Shut uh, up. Man. Well, that depends. I'm I mean, if, if, if he got... <laughs> if, he he might have died in that episode. Who knows? So then, yeah, he wouldn't have gone home again. Um, let's see. He was in a... Yeah, just some TV stuff. So, yeah. I would I wouldn't say that was his big break, um, but yeah, Men in Black Two is probably his big break. Yeah. I just remember that the first one. That's where I understood the concept of cancer because Tony Danza has cancer in the first one. Yeah. Oh, Angel yeah. in the Outfield. Yeah, yeah. I remember and that. Fucking Mel Clark, like he's gonna die soon. He's got cancer, and poor fucking fucking Joseph Gordon was like, "Well, is there anything we can do?" And he's like, "Nope, it's too far gone." I was like, God damn. Even as a kid, Sorry, I was kid like, I'm gonna die. This dude's just gonna fucking die. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I like, yeah, that I, was a yeah, that was that was an old movie. I like funny was, things. I laugh at Tony Danza. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh Jeff, you missed that one? Come on, that's a very famous King of the Hill line. Oh fuck, yeah. You I'm disappoint sorry, me, sir. You disappoint <laughs> me. Guess, the, I'm disappointed in my boss. Well, at least I've been redeemed. Thanks, Dino. Taylor Negron is in that movie. He is. He plays yes. the fucking sidekick to Danny Glover. He's like, I'm gonna be fired by the end of the week. Neil McDonough is in that fucking movie. What? Yeah, Neil McDonough. He plays Whit Bass. He's an Angels pitcher. Yeah, he's, he's, he's literally <laughs> retarded in the movie. He's like, Jose, can you see? Wait, the song's about a Spanish guy? No way. Like he's that. Dermot Mulrooney is in that movie. Oh, what the fuck? We gotta Wait. watch this for the channel then, because I do not remember all this shit. Dion, Dude, I watched. I didn't. Angels. Yeah, I watched right Angels in the Outfield forty-five times last year. Not a joke. <laughs> Why? Why? Dude, it was the middle of COVID, and we learned what edibles were. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. And so, so edible high, Jeff and Jesse just watched Angels in the Outfield on repeat forty times. Yeah, on repeat for seven days. Yeah. No, it was like we would watch it. And then we'd be going out and we're like, hold on. I was like, hold on. I got a great idea. And I'd put the movie on, like it would stream while we were gone for just no reason. But we'd come back and like, I don't know, like the 40 minute marker from the grocery store. And then we'd just watch it from that point on. And they're like, I oh, will watch it again later. It was like, it became a running joke. Like, you know, people put on the same YouTube video to troll each other. We would troll each other with angels in the outfield. And then what happened is it got a copyright strike and they had to cut out certain parts of the music. So the opening credits would start to play and then it would go, Roger, do you think blah, blah, blah? And we're just like, all right, they've ruined the movie. And then at like random <laughs> intervals, it would lose the audio. So like Joseph Gordon-Levitt would be saying something to Christopher Lloyd and Christopher Lloyd would just be like shaking his head without audio. It was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we do need to watch this for the channel just because the names are in this movie. Because I, I, like I said, I haven't watched this movie since probably like 1995. And yeah, I, I would have been like Christopher Lloyd, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, I think that oh, and Tony Danz is in the movie, and that's all I would have known. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of well-known names in this. 
I'm Let's just do it. sad. Let's watch it for the channel and get drunk oh, no. because that's hey, the only technically, way. Technically, it, it is during the Disney Renaissance, man. So it, it kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. It has a 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> 33. I don't. I think it deserves more. Yeah, right. it's at, it's at least. Uh, uh, I'd say it's at least like a 69. It has a. <laughs> it has an average rating of 4.22. I mean, that, I don't know why. That's I. I mean, don't get me wrong. Last time I think I saw it was years ago. Like I think it was when I graduated college was the last time I watched that movie. But no, you know no. A couple years ago, it was random. Holy when shit! I still the, paid the dad for the for, for good dad. cable. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. That's great. This film is yet to be released on Blu-ray or 4K, and that's yeah. a problem for me. I want to support this film in the highest resolution possible. I want to see that derpy face. We'll start a start a petition and and maybe maybe they'll, maybe they'll make it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, no. Well, that's what we've got to do. We've just going to have to. Or or we, better yet, yeah. Or, or or better yet, go go tweet at Shout Factory because they keep doing shit like that. Just be like, yeah, get Andrews in the outfield on Blu-ray. Do it. Come on. Yeah, folks. You guys are going to do shit. Let's get a change.org petition going to get Angels in the outfield on 4K. On 4K. I'd sign that son of a bitch. I'd oh, sign it too, just for Jeff. I got great news. Oh God! Angels in the Outfield is on sale right now on Amazon on DVD. Normally fourteen ninety nine on sale three dollars seventy nine cents. I'm that's, buying. I was gonna say that's a little bit more <laughs> reasonable price is the three seventy nine. That is awesome. Oh God! So it made it to DVD. I guess that's that's good. It has yeah. multiple releases on. I'm spending eight dollars and thirty cents for two copies. <laughs> if you just if you just wait a, if you just wait a couple of years, the definitive thirtieth anniversary edition will come out with a steel book oh. and everything. Yeah. Dude, I love Angels in the Outfield enough that I would buy the steel book, the box set, the board game, anything, the animated series, <laughs> the, anima the animated series, <laughs> the audio, <laughs> the audio book read by Christopher Lloyd's Angels. Oh, oh God! Oh, no, God. dude, it's got to be read by JP. <laughs> So the other JTT. day we went to the Foster House. God, oh, we actually geez. Jesse and I talked about that yesterday because we were like Foster Home. I wonder if the first people that ever lived there was named Foster. Oh, God, just Get wait out. till they remake Get it in out. a couple years. Hey Kendo, do yeah. me a favor, pick a number. Oh, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, God damn it, no! <laughs> Good one. Now let's get back with the audience. Uh, where were we at? It's funny because we've tried talking about the, the Eternals like twice now, and like we just can't get can't get going on it. That's how much just talking yeah, about it sucks. So much it, it's almost like that's about, a like, sign. It's like that's a sign. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just... We've deviated from that topic like twice tonight. It's like we don't we don't even care about it enough to talk about it. That, that, that's how much right. we. That's how much it doesn't matter. Yeah. It, yeah. It means, it means nothing. We don't we don't care. You know nothing, Mr. Bond. No simpy. Okay, so, uh, Adam Walford, thank you. Cesario Japan says, the infuriating thing is that Buzz Lightyear movie is... <laughs> sorry, is that Buzz, the Buzz Lightyear movie gingersides the TV series Prince Mira with a bland replacement. Hollywood strikes again. I haven't watched enough of the show. It's been, I haven't watched the show in 20 years, so I don't remember anybody besides Buzz Lightyear. Did Patrick Warburton voice him? Hold on. That'd be weird. Uh... Who was the voice of Buzz Lightyear? It was Patrick Warburton. Shit. Okay, Patrick Warburton is the star of this podcast tonight, guys. Oh, God. Hey, this is his week. Hey, I'm a fan. Uh, 
but this I don't I don't want to be like the old guy that's bitching about a Buzz Lightyear movie, but it's just so weird. Like it doesn't make sense. Well, to no, me no, no, no. It, it it makes sense because they're being they're being really disingenuous about it. I mean, look look. I mean, look at the damn trailer. It's basically. You know, it, it, it's 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 on the toy line of the cartoon they've made about him. It's just they made they made him a legitimate character like Buzz Lightyear. When when we all know that the the character is named after uh, Buzz Aldrin, that's where they got yeah. the name from. But now he's his own character and they're making his own movie and making his own thing. And it's voice voiced by not Tim Allen but you know Chris Evans. So yay, right? Not good enough. Yeah, it's like no, fuck you. No, I'm not gonna buy. It. I predict this movie will not be that successful. I predict your prediction is correct. I mean, it's Disney Pixar, man. If anyone can make a random entry in a fucking franchise happen, it's Pixar don't play around these days. That's true. Do you guys remember uh, this part of Toy Story since somebody brought uh, Buzz Lightyear? Just this part when Buzz Lightyear watches the commercial himself. Buzz Lightyear. Come in, Buzz Lightyear. This is Star Command. Oh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. It's this, like, fucking hokey thing. It's so weird to take it earnestly. Oh, like yeah, I remember that. Yeah, in the box and everything, and they show a little like laser light. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Buzz the world's greatest superhero now, the world's greatest toy. Yeah, right I remember there. that shit. No, seriously, that that ruins the movie. Buzz Lightyear in their universe is a superhero. He's yeah. not a fucking real guy. Whatever, he's a superhero, not a. This is weird. This is such a weird like. I don't know. It's broken to me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, up next, because God, we're trying to not talk about the Eternals. Uh, let me close this tab. You guys want to watch our Oscar stream instead? <laughs> I mean, it's probably yeah, more just, entertaining. Actually, we have a super chat that's very entertaining because our friend Just Joe has an interesting question after his comment. And now, Just Joe, we'll talk about this a little later in the show because it involves wrestling, but AEW is back to under a million viewers. So much for Punk and Danielson. But yep, I saw that number today. It came, it, I saw that the the number came out and they dipped down to the nine hundred thousands. Well, don't give up, boys. Yeah, so okay, I'm not too super excited about it with everything going on. You know, let's 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 not start shitting each other's pants just yet, boys. <laughs> Here's the interesting question, though, or the dilemma: keep three, get rid of one of these '90s superheroes cartoons from existence. Batman the Animated Series, X-Men the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, or Spider-Man the Animated Series. Oh, fuck. So keep keep three, what is it, keep three, uh, eliminate two? Well, you're keeping Batman, Batman the Animated Series. You have to keep Batman the Animated no, you Series. Do. I think you, you do. get rid of Superman. I, honestly, I think you get yeah, rid of Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the, yeah, I, I agree. You can, you can get yeah. rid of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I was leaning to. Because Spider-Man, Spider-Man and X-Men were weirdly mature. And then, yeah, and they were yeah, and they were awesome. They were great. They were a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, yeah, and then Batman will get mature, but it was like still like dark and and imaginative. I just and I love the Superman animated series, but it's just not as as the other as important. I'll say because you can you can get rid of Superman and still have Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I'm gonna go with the same. For a minute, I was like, "But this is the best representation of Superman." But I'm like, "But it's still <laughs> Superman, and he's not as cool as Spider-Man, well, the X-Men, or Batman." Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But also think of it this way: which one, which one could you put on right now and just sit and watch all three of them, except for Spider, oh. except for Superman? No, see, because I can still put on Superman but... and watch it. Yeah, Superman's <laughs> a damn good cartoon. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
We're working ourselves into a shoot now, boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> At least he didn't ask us to pick which one is the best of those. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I'd go with Batman. Yeah, yeah same here. I'd go Batman, Batman as well. I, Batman. I, I, listen, series. I'd make a hard case for Spider-Man because even though he couldn't punch anybody, mm. so many so many episodes were like really serious. And like you, you know, and then he would make it to where Spider Man was looked like sound like he was gonna kill somebody. Shocker! I'll follow you to the end. I'll of the chase earth. you to the ends of the earth. Yeah, he no, was gonna kill him no. for real. Fake Mary Jane turns to steam. He's like, no, shocker! <laughs> I need a shocker button for the channel every time something God. crazy happens. Shocker! Um. You know what, just Joe, that's an interesting... Uh, he said, I thought Jeff would get rid of the Spider-Man 90s since he really likes the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon. That I do. I could live in a universe where... No, I couldn't... It's it's the it's your point about wiping it from existence. Three of those shows... Actually, four of those shows are an integral part of my childhood, but three of those shows dictate how I work as an artist and other things, while one of those shows, Superman, is relegated to merchandise and that's it. I own a Superman the Animated Series figure. Uh, actually, it's right here. He looks, he's got tiny little hands, so that kind of bothers me. What do you think, Dion? <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing about that animation style from, from that time period was the small Superman hands. Yeah, oh, Superman picked up a bunch of paint from one of the other toys. I'll have to clean them off anyway. Nobody cares about that shit. Uh, I digress. I got my Jim Lee Hush Superman over here too, Dion, so you should get one. Nice. Of that's I'm looking. Dope. I'm looking at my my uh, Christopher Reeves Superman right now. Oh shit! Oh, you got the Mezco, right? Oh man. Yep. Yep. I'm glad that you collect that and not me, because like I get to go over your house and see it and play with it, but I don't have to spend the money. Um, were, did you join the stream after we already done our big bad toy store? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you, you and Ken were going through your cards and how much shit you're gonna have to like. like when it all hits your bank account at some point, it's gonna be funny. Yeah, our, <laughs> our pre-orders are gonna bankrupt the small nation. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. All, all I'm, I told myself, I'm not getting anything else until I get my Iron Man and get my Steelcase Wolverine. Hey, Kendo, they got another company doing cartoon Ninja Turtles figures, and they're only twenty bucks each. Yeah, I saw those. I'm just, uh, I'm not yeah, really you're getting sold them. on them. No, I'm not. I saw those. I'm like, I don't like the way they look. They look weird. I just think Casey Jones and Shredder look cool. I think the turtles that they do. I yes, I was gonna say Casey Jones and the and the Shredder look really cool. The turtles look kind of weird, and I wasn't big on those. Yeah. Uh, so we also have our friend Darian Two and Seven. Thank you very much. Kendo was looking at buying the TMNT after you showed them. However, I stopped as I was like, what am I going to do with them? Got nowhere to display them. Also, Party Wagon on eBay for $69.99. Buy it now if you want it bad. <laughs> One, I don't want it that bad. <clears throat> and two, yeah, um, mine are just kind of hanging up here on the wall. Uh, Turtle power. I, yeah, that's pretty much it. They're just hanging in the packages up on the wall of... I was thinking about buying one of each so that way I could have one out of the package and one in the package. But then I was like, do I really want to do that? And then I didn't. I'm just amazed at some of the people on the Facebook group, the shit they'll 
will say to each other and the lengths they'll go to to collect the uh, NECA Ninja Turtles figures. Oh gosh, yeah, dude, they're they're those NECA two packs are really cool. I've only ever found them once in the wild, and it was the faux turtles that the Shredder tried to create in order to make his own Ninja Turtles, and it didn't work out too well. I was mm-hmm. like, oh man, those are the. I finally find a NECA two pack in the wild, and this is what I've got. I ain't buying these. Hindsight, I kind of wish I would have bought them just ahead of NECA two pack, and but eh, I didn't. I am lucky. I have all the original NECA two packs from the cartoon, like the first nice. release with the darker green skin that looks more like the cartoon. Yeah, it's cool. They're I love I love the look of that show. I like to watch it from an artistic standpoint. Yeah, I keep telling myself that one day I'll go back and buy them but yeah we'll see but darian 217 thank you oh uh i find it funny too last year hasbro released this star wars play set it was the carbon freeze chamber and everyone like retro blasting said it's too expensive for what it is it's only half of a play set and hasbro defenders were like no it's the right price now hasbro sells that shit for half price on ebay because nobody bought it so good job hasbro <laughs> Bomb shoes, thank you very much. No, no, no. I don't want Hollywood to touch Halo until the current iteration of Hollywood is dead and gone. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, 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 are, they, they are, yeah, they are making that really woke, like, aliens uh, TV show, aren't they? Where, like, that deals with all kinds of bullshit that, that the aliens crew never dealt with. I just wonder why, because it's about a, an alien that eats people on a spaceship. You can't really make it too much deeper than that, or you shouldn't. I agree. The movies are fine. Whether they're making it into a TV show is beyond me. I guess they just need more money. Well, I mean, you answered your own question there. Yep. Scottskio 2. Why were you late, Dion? <laughs> well, I'm not telling you with that voice. All right. Well, Scottskio 2 wanted to know. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Uh, speaking of Tyler Perry winning an Oscar, when can I? Where can I re-listen to the 2020 Oscar stream? I tried Patreon and Podbean, but I don't have YouTube link. Uh, hopefully, you caught the link in the chat when you asked that. I thought I'd drop that right away since I happen to be in the back into YouTube. Uh, TLJ Screwjob also says we got Jeff with glitter, Dion with dark fate, Nick with Charlie's Angels 2019, 2020. When will Kendo's favorite movie be revealed? Dun dun dun. So what is Kendo's true favorite movie? If mine's Glitter, Nick's is the entire filmography of Rob Zombie. Uh, well, no, hold on. It's actually <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Those are what fighting words, sir. Those are fighting words. Uh, let's see. I'm going to look this up real quick. Uh, Kendo's, Kendo's can, can be Mean Girls. It's fine. Michael Bay's uh, Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> well, Out of the Shadows was better than the first one he put out, but it wasn't exactly a high bar to clear. I thought Kendo. Uh, hold on. Now Kendo is a guy who likes westerns. I do. <laughs> Here's Kendo's <laughs> favorite western. There you go, Kendo. <laughs> sure, why not? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Did, did, didn't 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 Sinbad do a western? Couldn't couldn't he have that one? Wait, Sinbad did a western? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Uh, let's see. Huh. Wait, Sinbad Western movie? Yeah, the Cherokee Kid. Holy shit! Yep, that, I forgot that's what about it is. this. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, 1996. Yep. How did I miss that movie? <laughs> the, height, the height of his career in '96. I mean, yeah, the early to mid '90s was the Sinbad '90s. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Almost cult classics. Ooh. Oh, dude, I love that fucking channel. Hats off entertainment. That guy does some good shit. Oh, gosh. Maybe one day we'll watch it with him. <laughs> Up next, we have our friend TLJ Screwjob again, who says, Jeff, Nick, and Kendo at 835. Dion, stop watching Dark Fate now. God damn it, now. <laughs> <laughs> he also says at Slapnut, it doesn't matter what you think. Well, I feel like you've earned yourself uh, some button presses. I mean, let's see. Where's the rock? Uh, Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't matter. There you go. <laughs> oh, little John Cena, are you crying? Oh, no. God, John Cena. Don't. Uh, what about Wagons East for Kendo, asks Cesario Japan. I actually liked that movie when I was a kid. Is that John Candy? That's the yeah. last movie he did. Oh, man. Have you yeah, ever seen dude. Canadian Bacon? Uh, once. I don't remember a whole lot about it, though. I was using a clip of it in the uh, Michael Myers video. They're talking about the trope oh. of the black guy always dying first. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's well, there are two different ways of there are two different ways of looking at that. There's a black guy always dies first, and the black guy always dies. There's two different like avenues of thought there. So yeah. I just like that both tropes are like, eh, and people accept it. But now everybody's so sensitive because of Twitter. And so now they're offended by tropes. You've had, I mean, well, we've had that, we've had that shit for like thirty years because of like horror movies that came out in the seventies and eighties and some of the nineties as well. And like apparently now because we have Twitter and we're so somewhat socially conscious about certain things, it's like, oh no, those movies can't exist. Go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Cesaro Japan has an interesting opinion. I'd like to know what you guys think because I tend to agree. Honky Tonk Man was a better guitar smasher in wrestling than Jeff Jarrett. Ooh. Oh Ooh. shit. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. Let's see. Maybe I gotta okay. say Honky Tonk Man probably had the most impactful big name smashes. Wait, was right. it Honky Tonk or say... Jeff Jarrett that hit May Young with the guitar? Jeff uh, Jarrett. It was Jeff Jarrett. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it's a quantity and quality type thing. Jeff Jarrett has the quantity when it comes to guitar smashes and, yes. and wrestling. Whereas Honky Tonk Man had like the quality, like he was hitting people and like hitting bigger names and things like that. Jeff Jarrett was just blasting anybody he could with a fucking guitar. I'm going to watch a guitar shot compilation later. Wow. If you just type in guitar <laughs> shots, Jeff Jarrett is the first one that pops up. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's totally going to be. He's, you know, the king of the El Cabong. Oh, Beetlejuice versus Slap Nuts. That's the best one. <laughs> I know, man. It breaks me too. Fucking double J, man. That dude. That dude legitimately thought that he was on the same level as like Hogan and Flair. Uh, yeah, you got. I like your moxie, dollars. kid. Well, he got his payday, and then he got promptly fired. G double O double N double E gone. <laughs> that was a time when I liked that Vincent Man broke the fourth wall. I was like, well, fucking goddamn it, Vince. Thank you. <laughs> He listen, a broken clock is right twice a day. Now, Darian 217 says Stormtrooper was distracted by Salma Hayek's dress and tripped up those steps. Can't stare and walk upstairs at the same time. A hard lesson learned. <laughs> oh, 
always laugh at that fucking video. Just tumbling down the fucking stairs. I love it so much. Have you ever watched the full clip of it? No, no I only watched no. the, the, the one that's a little bit longer where they go, oh my god, and people run over, but I've never seen so I've never seen the whole thing. I won't play it on the stream because it starts out with the stormtrooper doing the stairs to the Star Wars theme. So it's like dun 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 da da dun and he keeps running, and then as soon as he trips, the music stops. That's where the clip plays. <laughs> and then you hear, oh my god, and then he gets up. And he puts his helmet on and he starts to wobble and then it goes dun 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 Because I mean like that's that's yeah, that, that's one hell of a damn fall, man. <laughs> God, it is. I mean yeah, you, you, didn't go, you need to go well. check you need Yeah, yeah, you you, you better go, you you better go to get checked out for you know fucking concussions. It's all the clacking yeah, he needs to go fucking, under the tent. It, the armor's just hitting every step on the way fucking down. It's just tumbling. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it's too funny. God damn it. Uh, we're gonna read. That's like just uh, the best. That's just the best metaphor, man. How how was your day going? And then you just show it. Everyone knows what that means. Every human alive knows what that would mean. Yeah, I, that's also a metaphor for for Disney acquiring Star Wars, right there. That's, that's what it is. That's <laughs> where, like, if you ever see that video appear in other fandom menace videos, I've been using that as a clip for years as a visual representation of Disney Star Wars. It's like, what better way to just see the pain, feel yeah. the pain? Now, this will be our last one before we finally talk about the Eternals. I know. <laughs> God damn. It's going to take an eternity to get through this fucking movie. Dude, the guy at the New York Post ripped it apart and said it felt like 7,000 years to watch. Oh my God. Do we know the runtime by, ch- by chance or do I need to look it up? Let's you see. look that up. I'm going to read this last okay. super chat and then we'll get queued up for the Eternals. I'm sorry, folks. Adam Wofford. Uh, thank you very much. Hey, Nick, when are you going to pay me uh, back for all those Anna pins I got for you? Because $500 is a lot. My wife is pretty mad at me. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm sorry, and you're welcome. <laughs> I have Anna fridge magnets. Uh, that's kind of weird. Well, I'm, 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 I'm about to, I'm about to get, you know, two crates full of uh, two crates of her of her um, calendar. So, you know, I'll have extra. Do you want the leftover magnets that I have from stealing solo? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeff, I do not want the leftover magnets you have from Stealing Solo at all. That means yes. Cool. <laughs> uh, by the way, folks, everybody that backed the comic book uh, got the magnet set. And I didn't tell you this because I wanted to surprise everybody, but I included everybody. We didn't. We were only a couple backers shy of the goal. We actually, in demand, crossed it over the summer but uh yeah if you're getting the book thinking oh man i'm not gonna get all the magnets no you got the entire set i figure uh why not go out with a bang <laughs> and uh movie yeah but it sounds like apparently he did apparently he did holy shit <clears throat> that was not intentional <laughs> that was not intentional i was oh, like wow. i was like oh my god Alec baldwin got him oh shit <laughs> Did you hear a bang? Uh, no, but we used to go with a bang, and, you, and then, then all of a sudden you, you you left. I was like, "Oh shit, he got him!" Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dion, are you ready yes. to talk about the Eternals, buddy? <sighs> I guess rip the fucking bandaid off. Can you tell me two of the lead actresses in the film? <laughs> um, yes, I can. Uh, it's Angelina Jolie. Yeah, and. 
uh, a, an unknown Latin actress by the name of Selma Hayek. I don't know if you heard of her. Uh, I might have. Have you ever seen her? You know what? I, I, I saw her in like an Adam Sandler movie, but I don't think I know exactly what she looks like. I hear she's phenomenal. Oh Here my God. <laughs> Here she is. I like the unintentional accidents on this show. They're happy accidents for a reason. Damn right. So Marvel is about to drop their 25th film in the MCU. And it is the Eternals, right? Is it the film? Uh, it's hard to keep track on the numbers. I guess Legend... Oh, no, sorry. Shang-Chi was the 25th film. Okay. 26th film is the Eternals. So we're just a few short days away. Hopefully we all survive that long. But... God, it's so difficult to talk about this Marvel movie. It's getting ripped apart. It's this movie that's being built or being promoted for its diversity, its equality, it's this and it's that. But producer, no, sorry, but reviewers are saying how shitty it is. And so again, we have another part of the culture war where people are fighting to defend the movie because it represents something. But at the end of the day, it's just a shitty, poor-made movie that people don't like. It have you guys been hearing anything positive? No, but it represents the fact of like the ineptitude of Hollywood and like how greedy they are that they think that this is going to sell. That's what it represents. How stupid they are that they think it's going to sell. Yeah. So, Eon, have you ever read an Eternals comic? I have not. I have not. I just I remember there was one, um, one of the comic books like my mom got me. And one of them had a like you know how they would preview another issue and they previewed the Eternals and it was boring and I didn't like it and I was like I didn't I, no fuck this so no I have not I, I've I've actively avoided them back in the day. The I was reading on the High Council this week about the Eternals appearances. They only had a few appearances in our during our lifetime, and it wasn't until 2006 that it got relaunched with a mini series. So the Eternals weren't a part of our 90s Marvel childhood. It's hard to imagine it this way, but growing up in the 90s, you had just as much access to Marvel stuff minus movies. You could call the 1-900 number. You could play the yep. video games. You could watch endless shows. Oh, yeah, you dude. could get video library collections. <clears throat> like We didn't grow up in this Marvel black hole. Disney would like you to think that Marvel didn't exist until they bought it, and it doesn't matter if it isn't in one of their movies, it's not real Marvel. But we finally got to the point where the cognitive dissonance is too much because the Eternals isn't real Marvel for so many fucking people. 90s kids grew up with X-Men, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, the Hulk, all of these bigger characters. Some of the C-list characters back then still haven't received a film, but these Z-list jabronis are about to get one. Would you guys like to hear what the New York Post said about it? This will be quick because I wanted to talk about the other thing. Uh, I wanted to get Dion's take on the black guy who says he's now fe he felt he feels empowered now. Oh Lord! <clears throat> so just out of Infinity War, sorry, Marvel's Eternals. So this uh, guy is named uh, Johnny Olneski over at the New York Post. So he calls the film a, a snooze fest, and he says, "To what end?" Eternals will become a joke in the next Avengers film. It does not need to exist in a universe that already counts the X-Men and Fantastic Four among its franchises. And here you go, ticket buyers, yet another far worse uniformed collective of super beings with conspicuously, conspicuously similar powers and a vague grandiose mission to save humanity. Well, where were they to protect us from this two hour 37 movie, two hour 37 minute movie on Monday? God damn. 
the characters have no emotions whatsoever. They're not interesting. He compares them all to bland, lifeless things. He says, Gemma Chan's character Cersei can change inanimate objects into other inanimate objects, but God forbid she can alter her facial expression. Damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy Gilgamesh, played by Maidong Suk, is really strong, and one of the characters can trick people with optical illusions. And here's the character that's the most interesting for all the wrong reasons. Fastos, a magical inventor of new technologies, played by Brian Tyree Henry, who boasts one of the time-jumping movie's most confounding moments. The screen reads, Hiroshima, 1945, while Henry stands among the wreckage and yells, What have I done? So they're tying this to Hiroshima. Wow. Wow. Oh, good. I hope it's very so, preachy. So we shouldn't too. like them even more. They gave us nuclear weapons. Okay, cool. What a dumb premise. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Fucking yikes. <laughs> so, Nick, what are we looking at in terms of the uh, projected box office for the Eternals? Well, from, from, my, from my source, uh, we have a weekend domestic box office projection is $77 million. Lifetime domestic projection is $220 million. Do you think that this movie is going to meet those projected estimates? Estimates for the weekend? No, I th I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be below seventy-seven million for the weekend. Now yeah. we looked up Black Widow. Sorry, Shang Chi brought in seventy-one point four million for its opening weekend. I know Marvel keeps banking on its brand, but this is the one, man. This is the one that you can't even buy a positive review for from some of these places yeah they're uh, the the uh, i love I, I i i just love that like the, the they, they, they they put everything into this they made the twitter people happy you know with with this movie and now they can't make money on it because nobody gives a shit no it's got it's got a 61 percent on rotten tomatoes that so. right there shows you that if if you like th this is the ultimate pandering movie to that crowd and that right there shows you if you pander it like 100 percent to them nobody's gonna like your movie nobody's gonna come watch your movie because it, nobody cares because it's it's crap that, that that's all it is the characters the eternals is really... when you let a focus group write a script yeah like it's just i don't i don't it just and it feels like a mess from the trailers like like okay they didn't want to protect us but now they're gonna make us believe again and there's this fight scene where they're defending this village from generic ass dog monsters and you see what's his name with Superman heat vision, and then there's a volcano explosion, and Angelina Jolie's character is like hitting, hitting, hitting the falling volcanic rock out of the air, and it's like this feels like a fucking mess. It feels like it feels the like Titan. they have no idea what the story is going to be, and they have no idea what they want to do with it. Well, if you listen to director Chloe Zhao's words, she talks about how the the message of this film, the gay couple, the stuff was baked into the script before she ever got there. So clearly that was paramount when making this film about a bunch of super nobodies. Okay. Yeah, I just yeah. don't I don't get what the like why though. I don't either. I really because these people didn't go and see you know, half baked with starring Oprah Winfrey and Mindy Kaling. 
that would have been an so interesting what move. make you what no one went to see that those people you're not going to get them back by making the eternals and putting marvel on it yeah and and so and, i don't i don't want, i just don't get the fucking the um the idea and it's like oh we got a dude who kind of looks like the winter soldier but it's not him it's a dude from game of thrones you'll love him and it's like will i i don't i'm not feeling that i'm gonna love him i'm, I'm not feeling that <laughs> just because you make I'm, him fly and give him heat vision and you're gonna you're trying to con people like hey that's superman they're not that dumb mm, yeah you're right there there's a line that you can draw with how dumb you can gauge some of these things but yeah this is the one everyone looks like they got shitty suits of armor they just don't look like superheroes yeah they well and even then it's like what are they so they're supposed to be gods demigods super beings from another fucking dimension and it's weird because they're they're riding the coattails of endgame while at the same time not explaining why we should give a fuck so you weren't there during the biggest movie event of all time but now now you care now they're here and they're heroes and they're they're here they're they're here and they're here and i'm supposed to give a shit <laughs> oh my god this is the new acronym for this film piss people in super suits oh god Perfect. i do i do i i do love how, how how everybody pretty much has post nut clarity after after endgame they're just like yeah uh we need to these, these you know these new these new movies kind of suck now and we're not going to give them any money it's like okay that makes sense the, yeah it's like none wonder. of this is necessary why why do i why should i care you yeah. gave me everything we needed yeah <laughs> it just makes me wonder how much longer that we're going to really I don't know how, how much longer it's going to be until we get like the next evolution to something good again. Cause you can only tolerate menial movies for so long. This is going to be okay. I have to be fair and objective here, but like, okay, I saw Shang-Chi and I saw black widow. Those were two not great films in a row. I've never watched a string of less impressive Marvel movies. Am I going to get a third one in a row? Is it going to be three strikes and we're out? Cause Spider-Man comes out. Should I skip? Should I skip Eternals and go see Spider-Man? Do I really need to cash in my one last token on a Marvel movie, on this? No. And also, and too, it's like, and 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 it's a and clearly it's a it's a movie where they're banking on still shots. Like every trailer has them all standing together, and just looking at something. What the Apparently fuck can the movie... you be looking at this often in this movie? Like the you Avengers, know, it was, it was you had the you had the, the the big three when they were fighting in the woods, and then you had at the end when they all finally come together, and we had that Avengers moment, you know. But fucking Eternals, there's every trailer is them on a on a fucking cliff, look in V formation, looking at something. Like, <laughs> that's what are, true. That's true. What that's is the I, what is the plan there? Like I'm like, hey, they they're supposed to remind of of the Avengers, but they're not the Avengers. They're Superman and Angelina Jolie in v, in victory formation, looking at the sky. Okay, why do I? What are the stakes? Who are they facing? Who are they facing? Why are they running? I still can't get over the <laughs> <Yeah>. fact <laughs> that we're supposed to just <clears throat> openly accept that now's the time that they're going to come to Earth after the Chitauri invasion, after the Sokovia attack. It's like, well, the Sokovia attack's not that dangerous. An army of killer robots attack humanity and we're going to fucking yeah. nuke the planet with a giant rock. 
Where were the Eternals? <laughs> what the fucking battle in Wakanda at the beginning of Infinity yeah. War? Exactly. Where yeah. were they there? The aliens were coming to Earth and destroying the planet. Where were you? And then Thanos shows up and wipes every half the existence out of or half half the population out of existence. Where were the Eternals? Come on now. This is a, are there is Marvel expecting us to believe that this threat that the Eternals is facing or are the Eternals are facing is a greater threat than what the Avengers faced a few years ago? No, right. come the fuck on. Yeah, that's I think I think that's what they're trying to say. But yeah, I agree with you. It's it's, it's not gonna work out. <clears throat> Dude, every image in this fucking uh article is just them standing there. Like, here's another one out of costume. Guess what they're doing in this image, guys? Kendo, would you like to take a guess? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, just standing there, Nick. Would you like to take a guess? Uh, group sex. Dion, for all the points and prizes, would you like to take a guess? Oh God! Oh geez, I, I'm gonna say standing there in v, in victory formation for 1800. Alex, <laughs> oh my this God. could be. Con- <laughs> Why are all these other people standing behind him? <laughs> they're part of the formation they're part of the formation what are they looking at they're looking they're looking at the camera guy to make sure that he gets them in focus they're uh, looking for their paycheck right <laughs> that's a good one uh, they're yeah. looking out for Alex Baldwin um, yeah. oh, <laughs> if they stand really still and, and, and look straight ahead he won't see them his vision's based on movement <laughs> oh <laughs> These blast points too accurate. Only Alec Baldwin. <laughs> oh, God damn. Damn. damn! I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> damn! That was a spicy meatball right there. That burned down the whole house. <laughs> yeah, the Eternals could definitely use some Rob Schneider. It's oh God! Rob Schneider. Angelina Jolie, the English dude from Game of Thrones, and their new we need, Marvel epic standing there. But we need, but, but we need Rob Schneider from Surf Ninjas is what we need. We need that Rob Schneider. Yeah. Deuce I'm Bigelow, down. Eternals Gigolo, standing there. <laughs> uh, I'd watch that. That would be way more entertaining than, than what the hell, you know, two hundred, two minutes, two hours, and sorry, two hours and thirty-seven minutes. That's that's way too fucking long. Way too long. This is the only long time. This is the only time where the word of the day matches the tone of this film. You don't have to call it Marvel's Eternals. You can just call it Marvel's Wood because it looks about as exciting as that. (laughs) Are you gonna go see it opening weekend, Dion? No, probably not. I'll probably wait till I'm not doing shit and can go see a cheap matinee. Same question to you guys, Nick Kendo. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it at all, um, whatsoever. I'm. Just, I'm gonna Wait, entirely. Skip you're not it. gonna watch it for Camille Nanjani or his fucking Bollywood dancing. <laughs> listen, listen. I try. I like to support. You know, my, my my fellow Indian people. But this one, I gotta be like, nah, dog. Sorry, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I thought about it. I had. A, I had. I had an internal conflict, and I was like, nah, man. I'm sorry. I'll. I'll get you the next one. I'll catch you the next one. Oh man. So yeah, the Eternals. I don't really know what else to say. So let's n- move on. Sounds it would good. be hilarious if Brad Pitt was the was the villain. <laughs> I would love that movie. It'd be better than a sequel to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. 
Yikes. Oh, oh, Yikes. Dude, well, no, no, they, they, they tried making that TV show. I think Amazon did. I forgot about that. Yeah, they were yeah, going to do a Phoebe, 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 Phoebe Waller show. Bridge uh, was was you know the female, and then uh, D- Donald Glover was the male. So, and apparently she left the show for creative differences, quote unquote. So, oh wait, we should real quick talk about the Eternals because they want to promote it on the Gay Kiss, and but it's banned in China. <laughs> of course it is. Huh. Of course it is. Wait, hold on. That must really piss them off if they got banned in China, man. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So the Eternals made it to China. No, no, it's not going to be in China at all. Like, okay, okay. I'm, what I'm saying is because this was never going to go to China, that's why they're marketing this movie the way they are because okay, they're, you, they you. know they can do this shit and get the brownie points and, oh, they'll probably lose some money, but they'll gain so much goodwill in Hollywood right now. Like, yeah, but, uh, but, but, but yeah, but good, good, goodwill don't, don't pay the rent though. I'm just saying. Imagine paying $150 million for goodwill. <laughs> oh, Dion, it's not enough. The Eternals budget is two hundred million dollars. Damn. <laughs> Damn. And, and also, and also, you probably have to add another maybe, maybe you don't know, hundred million for advertising. So maybe three hundred million in total. Dude, dude, that's, that's insane. This movie, oh, this movie's gonna lose a lot of money. Yeah, it is. it's one of those things where critic scores are gonna be whatever, but you can't. You can't yeah. get kids to like these characters because they're boring. Well, they look like them. Isn't that great? Guys, let's go back in time forever. Did you ever dress up like something you looked like for Halloween? No. No, no, never. <laughs> never, ever. That's the point of Halloween, dressing up like something you don't look like. Well, even That's then, also- even then, even then, one, you know, one of our viewers made his truth between the cartoons we liked. There you go. Like, you know, Batman... Superman, uh, Spider-Man, uh, X-Men, all that other stuff. Like we, we've watched them. We like them. They're good. They don't represent us, but who the fuck cares? They were good. They were good stories with good, with good morals and shit in them, and they were fun to watch. Well, I think That's... when you obsessively minimize representation to just physical looks, you really miss the point of what these characters really represent. I think you can look at the deeper meanings and understand and relate to them over the superficial appearance factor. Exactly, and 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 the fact that they think kids are going to, that kids are going to care about the representation, I think, is also really dumb on their part. They're like, oh yeah, they're they're going to care. It's like I don't know. They want to stay up late and eat fucking Cheetos all the time. Like that's you know. Yeah, I interacted with uh, some kids on Xbox today. Shot them on Halo. <laughs> it was a good day. That that must have been interesting. <laughs> it was it was actually a lot of fun. It's Halo. Okay, no matter right. what age they are, when you stick them in the face with a grenade, it's satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> you must have you must have gotten called a lot of names. <laughs> uh no. It just I'm the thing is I'm like the by their standard the old guy at Halo that doesn't suck. So it's just funny. It's like oh blah 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 blah. It's like yeah, I'm probably double your age only in my 30s, but you kids suck at Halo. <laughs> <laughs> that's cuz that's cuz that they you know they, they they've been playing Fortnite the whole time. That's why. That's not even a real game. Like is it? Don't yeah, you have to I like know. isn't it free to play or something? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I tried I tried after playing it once and I was just like this doesn't make sense to me I'm just gonna not, not play this. <laughs> there was one it might have been Fortnite where I died and then it's like you have to wait till the end of the round to respond. I'm like oh it's one of those games and I deleted it instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't do PUBG either. I played that for a bit on my on, on my phone more than anything and I, I liked it for a minute and then I just you know didn't didn't play it again. <laughs> I don't know what the context is. Maybe human, but grenades—the ultimate equalizer. I agree. 
<laughs> and also, and also, when you get that sticky, it's the sweetest thing in the world, man. When you just yeah, throw oh, that's it what it he just means. like sticks. Oh man. So I got somebody stuck me in one of the matches today. So you know what I did? My favorite move. I just ran up to him. I was like, if I'm gonna die, so are you. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. If you ever get stuck, just chase him down. Oh man, I miss I miss Halo. I need I need to get back into it. I'm really nervous about the new one with the yeah. free to play uh, model for the multiplayer. I think it's just going to ruin it. Gaming games as a service has ruined video gaming in general. Like the second gaming crash is just going to be because of greed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I actually got done playing what was it? Uh, Little Hope on our Twitch channel yesterday. Yeah, how was, was it? How'd it go? It was fun, man. It was fun. It was fun. Um. You know, another another scary game from uh, Dark Pictures and their anthology. I need to download the new one, House House of Ashes, to play that. But I'll start that next week. So we've reached the point where, like, there are games that are out, and I go, "Oh, I've never heard of those." So I need to catch up. I mean, so own. so far, I've really enjoyed that. Like, I've been replaying the Dark Pictures one, you know, on, on on Twitch, and I'm like, I've really enjoyed these games. They're really fun. You know, um, there's not, I mean, there's not really a lot of like move, movement you have to do around, not a lot of discovering. It's kind of easy, but. The story they tell is like really fun and interesting. You have to figure things out yourself and, you know, get all the clues and stuff and, you know, make decisions so that not everybody dies. But my goal for all of these has always been like kill everybody. So, you know, that's me. So that's the only way to play video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear the news that Dr. Dre is making music for Grand Theft Auto, like new music, but nobody yep. knows if it's Grand Theft Auto, like the new game, or if it's they're just going to remaster GTA 5 again? Well, we already know that's coming out for PS5 and Xbox Series X. So if Dr. Dre has been tapped to put a song in Grand Theft Auto Online, we're never getting Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have, have you guys ever, have you guys played Grand Theft, Grand, Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Online at all? Yeah. Quite a bit, actually. Is it is it fun? Is it good? Is it, you know? Okay. I have spent so much time on GTA 5's map that GTA Online is very redundant and boring for me. Um, okay. It's fun with the right group of people. Dan and I used to play it together for hours. Uh, I would My character looked like Lupin the Third, and his looked like Jigen, and we would run around and blow up shit and go to the beach. We'd run over people with the, uh, what is it, the combine thing? You know, the tractor. We'd run over people with a tractor. Uh, we'd steal shit. It, it's a lot of fun. I like that it basically opens up Grand Theft Auto for you and your friends to have the whole sandbox. But the microtransactions and the stuff and some of the missions just never really appealed to me. So I never got gotcha. into it. Gotcha. Yeah, I, Cortanas, I've seen so many people have that same question. Who's even buying GTA 5 for new platforms at this point? I guess, I guess enough people are playing multiplayer that Rockstar never needs to update. Which yeah, which which is which is you know like if yeah if, if they can just make money through microtransactions and keep keep that whole thing going, they're they're gonna keep that going. They're never gonna make a GTA six. Correct. I will tell the audience this that I am committing to the new San Andreas remake that they're putting out, the remaster, because it's on Game Pass. So I will put that. I will finally take charge on Twitch. I have the right setup. I have the right equipment and the right internet connection. Hopefully, it's all hardwired. Good man, because I'm running out of fucking games to play. <laughs> Yeah, uh, dude, I got I have too many games on this Xbox. All right. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because uh, yeah. I'm I'm getting I'm getting tired over here, Jeff. Come on, take take some of this fucking wait. All right, tag me in, bro. I'm ready. <laughs> November eleventh, whenever that shit drops, we'll start playing. Okay. It. Yeah, but yeah, take it take it over. It's all it's all good. Deal. No problems. Uh we finally got to the end of the Eternals talk, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, for like for, for after our third attempt. So yeah, it was hard to start, hard to finish. I guess that's the Eternals in a in a nutshell. I, I think that we got an accurate assessment of it for sure. Yeah, I'm having fun hearing all the people tell us that they didn't go see it next week. <laughs> oh man, that's uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the the projection of seventy seven million. I want I want to see if it even if it, if it even gets close to that. I don't I don't think we're gonna I don't think it's gonna get close to that. Now, all. remember when James Bond was estimated to open it over a hundred? Yep. Yeah, and it, it, it I think it was thirty it made that weekend, right? Fifty six. Fifty six. Okay. Um. God, I watched that too. Oh, that was a fucking letdown. Jeez. Yeah. Massive letdown. Yeah, I don't. I don't miss James Bond anymore. I mean, I, I did. I did watch it on the, on the Pluto channel. You, you kept talking about it. I'm just like, man, the old ones are so much fun. They're so good. It's a shame. Uh, yeah, it is. Now Xavier de God says, "Ah, yeah, the Injustice movie incorporates stuff from the comics in both games, and I think it's the best Batman animated movie is under the Red Hood in Joker Returns." Those are good. Dion, I remember you and Hillary were excited for Batman Under the Red Hood because it was Jensen Ackles that voiced the Red Hood. Yep. And I fucking love that movie. Bruce Greenwood is, I'd say, the most underrated of Batman. Um, but uh, I fucking love that movie. I love it. Yeah, because Neil Patrick Harris is Nightwing. I fucking I love that. Black, that black, the black mask and that is hilarious. The final fight scene between Batman and the Red Hood is awesome. And um, it's good. Obviously, what's his name? Richardson's not my... He's probably my least favorite Joker. But um, I fucking love that movie. It's really good. Uh, I'm so... I'm so torn on what's the best. Because Mask of the Phantasm is like not really part of it. But it is part of it at the same time. But mm -hmm. I'm also really fond of Batman Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns is probably my favorite. I think Peter Weller is a, an amazing voice for Batman. You know, obviously the final fight scene between he and Superman is awesome. Actually seeing the Joker die is fucking crazy. Um, I love that one. And, and you know, and, and, you know I, I fuck, another one I think is super underrated is Batman Sub-Zero. I fucking love that one. You know, I, I think that 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 I think it's Sub Zero that really makes, um, you know, Mister Freeze is one of my favorite of all of Batman's Rose Gallery, specifically because of that movie. So I that one I think is super underrated. There's so many good ones, and now there's just so many forgettable ones. So I'm kind of bothered by that. But dude, apparently Injustice is sucks. It makes me. I wanted to watch it. And I heard that it's terrible. Yeah, that's what Xavier DeGado was talking about. Um, yeah, that makes me so sad. I really wanted because I loved the actually the books and stuff. I got to catch up, but um, those are, were awesome. The games were fun, and then I, you know apparently they're saying it's the worst um, animated adaptation of of this era of DC, and that's because because Hush let me down with the ending. But it, man, that makes me sad that the injustice sucked. Man, it really makes me sad. Infinite Wander, thank you very much. Girl Genius by Phil and Kaja Foglio has several published novels and a Kickstarter for a pen and paper RPG along with the usual merch. 
So I guess we'll have to check out more of Girl Genius then because there's a lot out there. I mean, it's a webcomic, but that's cool that they're able to monetize it and do stuff with it. Because if that many people are reading it, uh, it's got to be good. Adam Wofford says, in the Underworld movies, they had blanks for muzzle flare. Buy and use airsoft guns to have bullets bounce off walls or break windows. Those were safer than the movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, like like we said before, like, you know, Brandon Lee, um, it's horrible what happened to him. And this, the industry said that they would change, but obviously they didn't. We had this, you know, clusterfuck of what happened with, uh, with the, you know, Rust, the Rust movie. But yeah, man, <clears throat> as, as long as you're safe and you know what you're doing and you have, you know, smart people around you and, um, you know, you do it correctly, you're good to go. Listen, there are a yeah. few things in this world that are pass fail you know fucking dealing with dangerous weapons is one of them and, and you know it's just just one of those things that's infuriating when it's something that uh you know is so easily avoided mm -hmm. tlj screwjob thank you very much oh sorry uh, one thing i wanted to say about adam walford i hate when you watch movies that you can see the person just shaking their hand for the gun effect <laughs> like yeah. star wars does it right they, I don't know exactly what they were using when they were firing the, the blasters. I'm pretty sure they were blanks in the rifle or something was happening where the actors were at least responding to a kick. I hope there's a way they can find out or at least figure out a way to make stuff still look believable. You don't, you just don't get this armor. That's the real problem. No, no, no. Well, what's going to happen is, you know, they're, they're going to shift for a bit. There's going to be some VX, VFX stuff and then they're going to go back to using blanks, but they're going to be, you know, crazy sure about doing it for you know for any future stuff they're gonna get the best people people who actually know what they're doing who have resumes and who can you know who can actually do it correctly that's what's gonna happen just you know give it you know give it a couple of years tlj screwed up thank you very much he says i think the ad was also fired from a film in 2019 for gun safety violations oh, this is the first i'm hearing about that one but yeah if that's the case alec baldwin whoever hired this production company needs to just stop making films yeah clearly safety is not their priority no yeah that's what i mean that, and and that's that's the, the the other aspect of of being too greedy and wanting you know and how wanting so much money they, they you know they bypass the safety stuff as well yep and you get this yep you know trying to save you know i'm sure that they were the cheapest option right so you yep. get what you pay for you know we say that in security all the time you you get what if you go with the cheapest option you get the cheapest option so i wouldn't be surprised if she was if she was the cheapest option man and that fucking sucks because somebody paid for it yeah. yeah not a band account says this tragedy would have never happened without guns and he also says that alec baldwin should do paid commercials for gun control now could pay the legal fees and gain sympathy when he needs it the most uh, it's probably not the best way to go plus he doesn't have to do paid commercials for it. He fucking was one of the biggest out and out people about like gun control. Yeah, the like I said earlier, Kendra, the irony was not lost on me about all of this shit. Alec Baldwin of all people, but I watched the Alec Baldwin John DeLorean film, and Alec Baldwin is so pretentious. If he comes out here and tries to make anti-gun commercials or anti-anything it's like dude just stop okay you already became a parody of yourself when you couldn't stop talking about politics as an actor anything else he does now it's just i don't know he's got to be very careful i think how he presents himself publicly yeah oh definitely mm. and too like people in the chat are saying who's even going to work for alec baldwin again you shouldn't you shouldn't you know as an actor as a producer as any 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 kind of work that you would do on a film 
don't work with the people that are on this one. If they're in charge, look what happens. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely be very wary of, you know, the production companies and some of the higher ups who um, were involved and responsible for what happened, you know. Cesare Japan, thank you very much, says Netflix released a Cowboy Bebop trailer. Doesn't adhere to the aesthetic of the anime. Faye in a skimpy outfit and Spike seems to want to kill Faye. Cesare Japan, I haven't had a chance to watch that trailer. I need to. Have you guys had a chance to check out the Cowboy Bebop trailer? No, I heard that it dropped. I haven't mm-hmm. checked it out yet. I think I'm going to take Jesse on a deep dive into the anime because it's on, well, yeah, the Blu-ray, but I think it's time to watch it. Uh, our friend TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much for both. He says, I'll call your bluffs. Best of those four shows. So that would be X-Men, Spider-Man, Superman, or Batman. Batman. Yeah, I gotta say, objectively, it's Batman. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Not only did Batman have the better scripts, Batman had the better production time. I believe the producers had 18 months to do an episode of Batman, and X-Men was like nine or something like that. It was like half time. So when you have half the time, half the money, half the budget, well, that's the budget, um, that's it. Yeah, plus, I mean, you have that iconic opening music and the sequence and just the way it was drawn and uh, the story, the story elements of it. Um, you know, it was it's it's memorable, man. It's it's great. If Marvel was able to afford a better looking X-Men cartoon, I think X-Men would be X-Men is still widely regarded and well regarded by people. But I also do think there's a public perception by normies that it is just a basic 90s cartoon. I don't think enough people uh can see its value sadly well and and yeah i mean like yeah the the, the aesthetic and the look of it is a basic 90s cartoon but it is x-men and it is exciting once again the story and things like that matter and just the characters themselves are good if you can get past the um the animation and the art style um it's a really good cartoon the one that sticks with me is the episode where wolverine goes to the church uh it's the nightcrawler episode you would not make an episode where a superhero or any character prays. And it's fine. You don't need to tout religion and all this stuff, but I think it's important that if a character that is created, one of their pillars is their religious faith, you got to put it with the character. It's as intrinsic as their costume. And for a guy like Nightcrawler, that is. And so it's even more impactful when a guy like Wolverine who kills without remorse, or so it seems, has one of those moments you don't even have to believe anything but it's interesting that you can make a show for kids so complex adult entertainment regular entertainment for normal people isn't even that complex these days and yeah that's sad to me well and 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 also i think those cartoons like it's one of those things where like even you know you watch as a kid you like it you you know your bright color sounds whatever you like it but you can watch as an adult and appreciate um the other things that were in there you know um with the story the elements and the, you know the, the characters and things like that as well like what what's going on in the bigger picture of that as an adult so i think they did uh they did really well with those cartoons back then here's an interesting question better from tlj screwjob better trio too cool or the brood <laughs> the brood Ooh, i mean if we're saying overall success is too cool but whoa what I mean, what too no, yeah cuz nobody in too cool ever became a world champion I mean, as the team themselves, not okay. After. Fair, okay. Yeah, not if after. We're, we're, hell no. Okay, then I'll go with too cool as well. Yeah, because they they all traded being tag team champs. The Brood, I mean, Edge and Christian were tag team champs, but Gangrel was never a part of that. Look, Gangrel was a flashy entrance, and that was about it. And a bitchin' theme song. Yeah, I always love when people are like, "He's so under." I'm like, "But he couldn't wrestle that well." 
and he the dude couldn't cut a promo. He just looked cool. That's it. You, and the you only Gangrel was perfect for wrestling video games because you wanted to use his entrance and his music and all that shit, and it was cool. And you could beat up a vampire. Yep. Vampires aren't that cool. <laughs> nope. Sorry, Gangrel. Um, may you rest in peace. Wait, no, he's not dead. Luna's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, his wife is dead. I'll, Luna Vachon was awesome. It's Big Daddy Vita's dead, bro. Fucking yeah. Nicole. God damn it. <laughs> Dion, I love you, man. That was for an audience of one. Me. Yep. <laughs> uh, TLJ Screwjob. Thank you uh, for all those. Now, Xavier to God says, imagine if they say in the Eternals that they weren't in Infinity War because they got a race with the other heroes. That's why they weren't in Endgame and Infinity War. Stupid. Yeah. Wait, it wouldn't no, no. If that was the case, only half of them would be erased, not the whole team. That would well, that, no, uh, not necessarily. Because most of the Guardians got it. That's true. But here's the here's the big question I would have, Xavier to God, because I don't think they'll do that. Where were they in the Battle of New York? Aliens literally ripped a hole open in time and space and fucking invaded and attacked New York City. The, yeah, they created they created a goddamn wormhole to come through. I just I can't buy this logic of well, they were busy every earth-changing <laughs> moment. You are the worst group of superheroes. That's why they stand around in this movie. They just suck. Well, not well, not only that, if if Thanos is going for the infinity stones. Every major player in the universe knows what the stones are. The Asgardians had one of them. Yep. So you can't tell me the Asgardians knew about it. Entire An entire planet, Space Force, knew about it. Adam knew about it. And they all knew how dangerous it was for him to get one of the motherfuckers. So you have these Eternals who are defending Earth cosmically didn't fucking hear about this crazy ass grimace looking motherfucker trying to wipe out existence with the infinity stones get the fuck out of here <laughs> get the fuck out of here cuz plot <laughs> i ain't falling for it listen angelina jolie's cute she ain't that cute she ain't gonna make me forget that i have hmm. a fucking brain that works well I wish I had a mic that worked. Okay, I had a button that was pressed. I've been talking to you guys for moments. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, I was like, Jeff, hello. Did you? Did, oh, I'm did I'm you wide again? awake. I just I cracked a drink and I guess I muted the mic and I forgot. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob says I've only seen the trailer for Batman Sub Zero. The freezing effect was so cool. I don't remember what movie had the trailer or what movie that trailer was before though. You might have been watching the Batman Superman movie as a kid, the one that was just three Superman cartoons in a row, three episodes, because that had a trailer for Sub-Zero in front of it, and that's what I used to watch. I never... Actually, I didn't watch the full Sub-Zero movie until I was an adult. I got it at Kroger for $3, so that's that was my experience with it. But, yeah, hopefully that's the trailer you're talking about, or the, the video you're talking about. Sean Carter, a.k.a. Jay-Z... Wait, isn't Jay-Z's real name Sean Carter? Yeah. All right, well, I'm sure Jay-Z doesn't listen to the show, but Sean Carter says, I'm sorry I'm late. What did I miss? More than Alec, I hope. Yeah, we didn't talk about Alec Baldwin in the way people probably thought. So go he back and check it out. miss, though. That's the thing. Yeah, he did. <laughs> see, see, there's another one, Kenneth. There's another one. What? I was just pointing out a fact. <laughs> Damn. I wasn't trying to, like, dunk on him like you were. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Firing shots over here. <laughs> yeah. Nick. Oh, shut up. 
You're why we can't have nice things anymore. Yep, it's all your fault. <laughs> he was he was talking to you there, buddy. No, yeah. I think he was talking to you. And I'm talking to everybody, and this is for Dion. <laughs> The music from the fucking shimmy is what gets me. <laughs> I do it for you, man. Hey, Dion. Yeah. Uh, we only have one. We have two more super chats we're going to read, and then we're going to close up the show. But I wanted to ask you a question since you are the only bullshitter here uh, who partakes in trick or treating. Uh, what's the family going to be this year? So we were thinking of uh, well, one of the local shopping centers does it. So I haven't actually I haven't looked up at all if they're doing it this year, but. Uh, we were going to probably just repeat what we did last year, just walk around my local neighborhood uh, over here on the north side of campus. Uh, I think a lot of people are, are getting geared up to to do more. There was one over on campus, right on Grand River there they were doing. So we, we may still do that. Who knows? But, um, yeah, man, your boy is – Hillary was Bob Ross, and I'm the painting. And then the boys, uh, D2, was – uh, a creeper from Minecraft and Devin was Steve from Minecraft. So we'll we'll probably just stick with that and I'm going to make them get as much candy as they can and I'm going to steal all of it. Did you, <laughs> did you guys get those Halloween cards yet? No. Alright, check the mail. I will, yeah, because I, hey, hey, I haven't checked my hey, mail. In like hey, Dion, have you, have you gotten your costumes I sent you yet? Hey, buddy, I did get my costumes that you sent me because I completely forgot about them. So when I saw them, all my drunk memories came rushing back. And I just could not stop fucking laughing. Yeah, I kept getting notifications from from Amazon about it. It's like, what, what, what the hell? What the hell did I just fucking buy and not and not get delivered to me? It's like, oh yeah, I remember now. So, so, so the MSU Michigan game is Saturday, and my plan is to wear that to the game. Yes, <laughs> please do me a favor. Your miss, your Mister Cleo costume. Do me a favor. Send a photo of us. Uh, send a photo of that to me, and I'll tweet it out during the game. Oh, please Deal. do, please do. Deal. Yeah, yeah. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff can official like like make make a make a nice official uh, Mr. Cleo like like banner or whatever. Then. Yeah. Hey, real quick, oh, I want to give God. a shout out to Grumpy Old Ninja. Thanks for all the retweets and support on Twitter, man. Don't worry, we see all the stuff you guys do for us, and we appreciate it. Oh yeah. I haven't even picked out a Halloween costume yet, but I got this big Halloween party uh, this weekend, so. Nice. Damn. Expect random snaps from me. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Brett Cohen, thank you very much. He says, how about electric shock so the actors we don't like know we suffered for their art? The jolt would really, the jolt would put some realism into it. Put Brie in every Western. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Damn. That just went up a notch. Yeah. Damn. Well, here's, here's a great way to close out the show with an honest question from Xavier to God. He says, or by the way, Xavier Degott, again, thank you for everything. He says, uh, do you guys think Patman will link with the Phoenix Joker? I hope not. I really do hope not. It's a possibility, man. I, I definitely wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a, a, a huge chance of it happening. But the fact that Joker made a billion fucking dollars, mm-hmm. uh, I would not. I wouldn't sniff at it, dude. I really would. Well, this is it before Halloween, folks. Go back and check out our Halloween Kills live stream over on Patreon. You can experience the movie with us. It's an experience. So, yeah, have fun with that. But before that so we go, so anything else you guys want to say? Um, Free AO. Uh, uh, buy, our, buy our beer glass for, our, for other drunk commentaries we're going to do. It's shopwcbs.com. 
Oh, yeah, uh, I got to sure you... that every five minutes now. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say, make, make sure you buy that. Uh, I got one. I, I don't have it. I don't have it on me right now, but uh, I, I I think it's in the the dishwasher or something right now. But uh, yeah, get them, get them, uh, and, and and drink with us while we do our, our drunk uh, drunk watch streams. Also, uh, keep watching Tacoma FD. It's a great fucking hilarious show. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we get a fourth season. <laughs> ah, I Listen. think so. It's pretty popular, dude. It's. It, th- this season's this season's really good. I've I've been watching the episodes. I'm just like, oh man, this they did it again. They did it again. It's a damn good season. Kendo Dion, uh, Dion already said free Yayo. Um, so I guess we're good then, guys. Yeah. Uh, Until Yayo's free. Fire the gun. <laughs> he did. <laughs> hey, hey, Dion. Yeah, buddy. You found my secret button. Lucky you. Ew. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, you, you should be Buffalo Jeff for Halloween. That's how you should be. No, All you right, should. fine. I'll be Buffalo Jeff for Halloween. I'm going gonna, gonna to call everybody. Hey, happy Halloween. Welcome to my house. Can I wear your just, face? Just make, just make really awkward, like kind of like dark bathroom videos for Dion and just send them to him. Yeah. So Buffalo Jeff's dark bathroom references. I'm gonna be like, nope, nope, nope. I'm not picking shit up out of his <laughs> car. <laughs> any, any, any what references? Pop it. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Well, I'd like to thank the audience for joining us. We'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, folks, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com slash. Hey man, nice shot. Good shot.